0: Auto One Podcast Network. We ready to get greasing and grindy? Hell yeah, I
1: need to release some pent up robot sexuality.
2: I know him best as the Herky Jerky. The Herky Jerky man
3: You're hereby ordered off of Twitter now. We'll work on your apology later. For now you're ordered off of Twitter and you're also cut off. This then is the order of BADOO! You're listening to a show hosted by an idiot and a sarcastic robot. That's me. It features the opinions of that idiot and the opinions of guest motorcyclists from a large demographic with a varying array of skills, talent, and knowledge. Any of the words that you hear on this podcast may therefore be very idiotic, unlawful, and incorrect, or or perhaps genius and insightful. Either way, they do not reflect the opinions or well-thought-out and completely fair policies of the Creative Riding Motorcycle Podcast or any of the podcasts under the Moto1 Podcast Network umbrella. Enjoy the show, Fart Tooth. All right, everybody. Welcome to the most popular
0: show on the internet coming from a very unpopular part of Los Angeles, <laughs> <laughs> so there is a caveat to that. Uh, I am your host, Junk. In the studio with me today is uh, Senor Wiggins, and in the remote studio at uh, Creative Writing Podcast Studios Southeast is uh, your mom. Hi, hey. your mom. Hey, hey.
4: Hey, son. <laughs> <All> the- <laughs> Mommy.
0: <laughs> That's um, great. what so on this week's show uh we got a banger for you i don't know if it really is we'll see i always say that and then it's a total flop so hopefully uh this one's a banger like uh grandpa's funeral was yay real fun (laughs) um we're gonna go around the room before we get things kicked off and start out with people's highs and lows this week and uh we're gonna start off with with uh kim i want to hear your highs and lows
4: um my highs, so I went to the, the first annual San Diego Bike Fest down at San Diego Harley and um saw the Ives Brother Wall of Death finally for the first time in person. And that was that was super rad. I couldn't believe they had, like, their kids. Uh, they're obviously way experienced, grown-up, blah, blah, blah. But, like, I was like, oh, my God, their kids are down in the middle. And... um. That was so cool to see, and then uh, my husband got tattooed by Oliver Peck, so I got to meet him.
0: You put Oliver Pecker on here. Did he get tattooed yeah. by him or his Pecker?
4: <laughs> he got his Pecker tattooed.
0: <laughs> like a tattoo of Oliver Peck's Pecker.
4: <laughs> yeah. Wait,
0: now, now I'm making up a... He's got, a he a, got, got his Pecker myself.
4: tattooed on his Pecker.
0: Got you. Oh, sick. <laughs> They should keep getting it smaller and smaller, like one of those mirrors, like a babushka doll.
4: Yeah, like it just (laughs) keeps going and going and going.
0: So the the Ives brothers' wall of death too is that like the original wall of death or one of them?
4: I have no idea. It looked old as shit, so maybe (laughs) (laughs) because everyone was scared it was gonna fall apart, and I think the stairs were like kind of bungeed, kind of (laughs) going up them.
2: They like there's a couple, but. Yeah, dude, the building itself is rough. Yeah, but it's like they pack it and unpack it and pack it and right. unpack it. How many times a year? So it could be six years old. And it yeah, hundred and six years. Yeah, old. dude, yeah. they could do a new one every January, and we have no idea. They just <laughs> yeah, and put on a semi and like. Absolutely. It was scary
4: just feeling like even you know when they got t- to your where you were standing and you feel the whole thing kind of like move. Yeah, right. More.
0: Yeah, it's it- crazy. Like that's a lot of centrifugal forces got to hold that up there. Yeah. Who figured that out in the 1800s to make a, a wall of death? I think they used to ride bicycles around those. I think they were called velodromes. <laughs> <laughs> and then they just made them real small and put motorcycles inside and said, watch this. Yeah, dude, I've seen those guys ride in the metal balls before where they get three grown-ass dudes on mini bikes And they're doing shit's the like. crazy. I think yeah. the Ice Brothers do that too.
2: Yeah, yeah, there
4: was two. They have one of those. Two at one point on there and then like a little go-kart like um, oh. this old dude like 69 or something like he got on and went around in the go-kart first and and then like the bikes are doing like side saddle and all this craziness. It you know, sucks.
2: heard was talking about the they have like a big steel sphere and they'll ride around that at the same time on like XR100s and like how they don't crash into each other I don't know. Like, I've talked, I've ridden with those guys a couple of times, and, like, I, we know each other just from, like, racing and stuff, and then them being at some of the events that we would race at, and I, like, ask them, and they're, like, oh, it's not that bad. And I'm, like, it seems super sketchy, but they're, like, when you're riding, it looks, like, visually, it's, like, you're just riding anywhere. Yeah. yeah, It's just that timing of, like, going, but I'm, like, oh, I don't know, man. Dude, when they went in the, the steel ball. aren't
0: great. The steel ball had to only be, like, 12 feet, maybe. The guy, I mean, the guy reached up, and it was, like, yeah. you know, he was almost could touch the roof of it and the way they started out was like they were all facing in a different direction and just the fact that when the first guy takes off as soon as he starts going you give it throttle and then the guy behind you gives it throttle and just that timing was enough for them not to crash into each other because like you said they're just one guy's doing a loop this way and one guy's doing a loop this way and it's just enough to not hit each other so insane (laughs) kim imagine this imagine yeah that there are better riders in a circle at like 20 miles an hour than I am on the street at like any speed side saddle, you know, all that shit. Um, I know guy Martin tried to did like a, got a record for doing the fastest wall of death too. He, I oh, mean, it really? wasn't very fast. All oh, it was is, a
2: bigger wall though. Didn't they build a bigger maybe, diameter so you
0: could get more speed? Maybe. It, but he only had to do like 60 or something like that for it to be like the fastest. Yeah, Cause most of them do like, they're on like little one hundreds.
2: Yeah. Bikes yeah. And- um, so how do you not
4: get dizzy though like that was my thing like
2: because you don't again like to them it looks like they're going on a straight road yeah so as long as you don't like if you looked up at the crowd nonstop, but to them the crowd is just below the road with their arms sticking up yeah yeah like so as long as you're not staring at something you're going around you're not gonna get dizzy it's like you're just going in a straight line just happens to be a circle on its side I imagine Um,
0: for the first few seconds it feels like you're doing a hill climb and then it just you're after your like equilibrium gets used to that, it's probably just like you're just riding straight, you know, like you just see the road keep coming in front of you. I think like once
2: they get up off that angle and get at a ninety, then it's just like they're changing lanes to go up. I'm sure you gotta force it a little bit, but <laughs> not
0: too much, or you go flying out. The... <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what's crazy. They ride like close to that edge.
2: And yeah. Like, he would like
4: weave like to up to the edge and down, up to the yeah. edge and yeah. down, and it'd be With... interesting. I wonder what helmet, camp, foot. I don't know. I I've one.
2: seen some helmet footage from it. Yeah. yeah. It's trippy, but like, think if you're riding on a road and you're weaving from white line to yellow line or yeah. something like that's right. all they're doing. And again, this is coming from them going. Yeah, once you get used to it, it's not that bad. But obviously, not very many people do it. Yeah. But it makes sense. Like, when he explains it like that, it makes sense where it's like, oh, okay. Like, you don't realize visually that you're going in a circle sideways. Like, you're just riding in a straight road that's going up. You know, it's like kind of yeah. looks like a hill climb, but it doesn't feel like that. But yeah. But it makes sense, like, when he says that. I'm like, yeah. oh, okay.
0: I think yeah. I could crash on a wall of death, too, by the
2: way. So I don't think I'd ever do Well, it. that's the thing, too. Like, if you lift, you fall. And if you go off the top, like, you really fall. (laughs) Like, there's definitely some fucking consequences. But, yeah, like, again, when he's explaining that it's not hard because of those reasons, like, oh, all right. Okay, I get that. Like, that makes sense. It just gets hard if you don't do that stuff anymore. Yeah, I mean, what if you crash on the street? It hurts, too, so. I know.
4: (laughs) If I get caught, like, I'm going to try this, like, weaving thing on the road and just visualize. So if I get pulled over, (laughs) I'm going to be like, I'm just practicing for my next, like, wall of death.
0: Yeah. You think this is you think this is scary, officer. Give me a ticket in the wall of death. <laughs> That's what we need to do. We need to build a huge wall of death where you can get chased by the cops. Like, that'll fit a cop car and a motorcycle in it, and they'll just... <laughs> <laughs> All right, maybe not. What were your lows this week?
4: Yeah, I always have a hard time with my lows, but I think I, like... Well, I was going to say I only missed you, Junkie, but now Wiggins is here, so I have to say I missed both of you guys.
0: Yeah. It is, um, it, it is it is still like a really long time.
4: Uh I mean I yeah. guess not,
0: but no, no, it is. Uh yeah, and absence only makes the heart grow fonder. So listen, right? We'll we'll take a break for like six months and then <laughs> 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 just kidding. Uh Wiggins, what are your highs and lows? And and yeah, we haven't, I mean, I forget when Pete was here, but a f- couple few weeks.
2: Yeah. I think Fourth of July was pretty high, man. It was cool. Uh Turdman came over. Uh, my street, like they put cones at both ends and kind of unofficially close down the street and we have a little block party and egg toss for the kids and, uh, what pizza dough over under toss yeah. thing. And then they do some fireworks and everyone grills out in their front yard. So it's super fun. You also went to Iceland. Don't forget that.
0: No, that wasn't this week. Well, that's true.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but I did just that, go to Iceland. That was pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Um. Your daughter was telling me how it wasn't icy <laughs> and Greenland's icy. And yeah, yeah. Iceland's right. green. And that's the same thing my son always likes to say too. And I'm like, yeah, yeah guys. It,
2: it actually though, for being June, um, and we were there over the summer solstice, like there was plenty of snow and ice that we saw, yeah. but Greenland's just way more. Did you see Bjork? Was there any <laughs> Bjork, Bjork spouting? We didn't
0: see her. <laughs> okay. I wonder, she probably lives out in the country. <laughs> yeah, in a, probably. A, something weird. Probably. Um, All right. For me, the highs and lows. Yeah, the highs is definitely... I did also get to travel uh, out of California. I got to travel to Arkansas, which isn't the high. That's probably the low. But the high was, man, I got to pass through some beautiful country uh, between SoCal and Arkansas. And Arkansas is beautiful too. Don't get me wrong. But there's just too many trees uh, out there to see anything and the mountains aren't as high as they are here so you get you go you go up a 4000 foot what I would consider hill here <laughs> and that's the mountain there but right. uh yeah then you get to see just how beautiful it is but the southwest man between you know even Nevada is as ugly as Las Vegas is Nevada has some pretty good vistas once you get into Arizona especially like northern Arizona the Grand Canyon all those crazy um, Mesa's and stuff, Utah, you know, we banged into Utah a couple times, came back through, uh, uh, New Mexico. All that stuff is so beautiful out there. And I, I just love it. And it may, it inspired me cause we were on route 66 or at least adjacent for a while. It really inspired me. I, I want to do a, uh, team creative writing route 66 ride, uh, where all of us go out there and, and, uh, I don't know. <laughs> ride route 66. I don't know. That sounds dumb. Yeah. That sounds dumb now that I said it, but when you see what I'm talking about, you'll know, uh, you'll know exactly, you know, like the cool, these crazy old, there's not so many here in California anymore. And I had Pete stay at one, uh, at the wigwam. Yeah. (laughs) And, um, actually report from Pete on the wigwam. It, uh, hasn't been updated since 1970 and you could tell. (laughs) So. Isn't that what's cool about it? But yeah, but he said it was actually pretty cool. But, um, there are a lot of motels out that way. And if you keep heading uh, and you get to Vegas, I think it disappears for a little bit. Me and you rode Cleghorn and Cleghorn. Yeah, I didn't know Cleghorn used to be part of Route 66. Right there, right where Cleghorn is. Yeah. Uh, there's part of it. 66 goes right next to the 15 and then under the freeway. And I think part of Cleghorn was 66. It got moved a bunch of times coming through the Cajon pass because as car as they went from like cars to like better cars they had to make it like less steep and, and they, like
2: I know some parts of it aren't paved anymore either, yeah, so.
0: and some parts of it were never paved um mm. uh back in the early part of the century like the actually socal l a specifically was one of the first places that had a freeway system because of World War two so prior to World War two there was hardly any uh yeah. Freeways, so Route 66 was one of the main ones, and and even parts of it weren't paved back in the you know the Dust Bowl days and all that shit. But yeah, I want to do that, and and we did get. A, there's still a lot of it that's not accessible anymore, but it is. It was super cool. So that, there's a lot of cool stuff
2: through Arizona too on the 40, right? The yeah, 40 and the is 40 it?
0: is what replaced the 66.
2: Yeah. And there's a lot of like little towns off the 40 that yeah. have like there's like a Roadkill Cafe, I think, it's one of them. But like yeah. all these like little small towns. So, if you go to Flagstaff and, like, you stop and get gas, like, a lot of times that little exit was 66 and, like, the 40 was built right
0: along it. Yeah. and we the went the gas to, stations were there. And- I think the Cadillac Ranch is in Texas right outside Amarillo. And yeah. we, we went there and the guy was showing us where 66 used to be off of that. Like, mm. like yeah, the 40 basically replaced the 66. So, a lot of the little towns right off it that looked like they might be uh, taken from, like, a postcard in the 50s probably was... 66 Mm -hmm. but yeah so that was cool the lows was um i got eaten alive by all the bugs that we don't have in uh california and that kind of sucked plus the humidity uh i forgot how much i hate the humidity back there (laughs) (laughs) and uh it really wasn't that bad to be honest but um my family was like "Oh, oh my god this is like getting out into a warm air and then putting a wet blanket on and i was like yeah that's how it's going to be for this whole trip. So that was a warm, wet blanket, a that. warm, wet blanket. So for, for that to be the only downer, uh, you know, that's not too shabby. Um, and yeah, that's our highs and lows. Uh, before we get into our main topic for this week's show or get into any of the headlines, I wanted to do something real quick that we have not done in a bit. Um, you guys want to take a quick break or should we just power through this? I'm good.
4: Uh, I am. good. Uh, all
0: you? right. So. We haven't done like a podcast stats thing in a bit, in a, quite a while, because really I don't really care. But sometimes it is fun to check it out and see exactly uh, how you're doing, I guess. So I'm going to tell you uh, first off, since 2016, I don't know why it doesn't count the end of 2015 because that's when we started the podcast. Probably because there wasn't enough plays really to count. But since 2016, we've had. T- a quarter of a million downloads um and we have uh let me see in the last month we've had about a little over 2500 plays in the last 30 days which is pretty good because you know we quit doing this weekly and that's what really uh drove some of the plays was having a weekly um show and also having a good good uh co-host so when it was just me blabbing people didn't like it when it was me and wiggins people liked it when it was me and tobor people liked it so the fact that it was just me by myself for a while really dragged it down so we're building back up to this uh previously like five thousand plays a month that we used to get we're, we're getting there um let me see we're almost at 254 uh thousand uh all-time plays so we're we're, we're like i said we're we're a little bit over of a quarter of a million and we're stepping up we, we got like if, if 99 people could listen to this we'll be <laughs> at two hundred fifty four thousand uh cities with the most plays of all time i thought i should do this this is since since the show's been new um and i don't know what the fuck's going on with this but melton west australia and Ballarat, australia have the most plays of all time. And I think it was bots because it was like 8,000 plays in one month. So Milton West has 10,819 plays. Wow. And I never even saw that stat on here until like this year. So I don't even know what month that was, but Ballarat has 8,000 plays and that definitely was bots. Cause over the summer there was like last of last year, there was like three months where it consistently spiked up way high And so it had to have been bots. Either that or people in Melton West and Ballarat love creative writing and they've got everyone there in the town to listen to it. Maybe it was a torture test, actually, now that I think about it. Maybe the government was torturing people. (laughs) Like crying
4: babies, but it's your podcast.
0: There's like a, uh, an isis prison they're like guantanamo bay and they play this podcast uh on repeat so that could have been it actually now that i think about it
4: i think (laughs) there is this i don't even know the name some show where it's like you go through those simulations to see like celebrities to see how they put up with it that'd be so funny if one of them was like here listen to this podcast in a crate blindfolded for like 24 hours
0: (laughs) yeah see who goes crazy first yeah i think so that'd be awesome So those two I'm throwing out. Melton West and Ballarat, thank you. And if you are a uh, state-run prison complex that's playing our podcast on repeat as torture for the inmates, hey, thank you for the listens. I really don't know if I approve of your methods, but thanks for the stats. So the ones I'm really counting as the uh, number one, two, three, four, and five, we're just going to do the top five. Bentonville, Arkansas, of all places. And I'd like to think that Sam Walton is pumping creative writing in his Walmart headquarters up there in Bentonville. Otherwise, again, I have no idea why people in Arkansas love us. However, Is that all
4: your family though, like no,
0: we, they they live in the sticks. They don't live in a big old city like Bentonville. They oh, live okay. in like tiny little cities with like populations of eighty nine people.
2: First of all, anytime it's a ville, it's not a big city.
0: <laughs> well, for Arkansas, <laughs> Bill Fayetteville, Bentonville, they're they're huge. Um, Little Rockville. I mean, that's the capital. (laughs) Um, The second city on the list coming from the USA is Columbus. And I assume it's Ohio because it doesn't tell you what state, but I'm going to assume Columbus, Ohio, unless Columbus is like Springfield and every city has one or every state has uh, Columbus. There's a
2: few more, but I think that's, that's gotta be Columbus,
0: Ohio. Uh, In third place is Melbourne, Australia. So thank you. This is a legit stat. This isn't Melton West and Ballarat, and maybe Ballarat. And Melton West hate Melbourne, and they heard that they were getting, uh, you know, there's so many listeners in Melbourne, and they hate each other. They're, you know, rival cities, and they just needed to take Melbourne out. I don't know why we got all these listens from these other two Australian cities. But Melbourne, I'm counting you as legit number three. Legit number four is Los Angeles, California. And that makes sense because the that's where the show is coming from. And I know people are constantly, I see it on the um police, uh, I hear it on the police scanner all the time. They're always trying to find us. So this pirate pirate podcast has to stay very, very secret as to where we are. <laughs> so I, I don't want to get, hunted. I was riding down um, in downtown the other day and I saw, they don't know what I look like. So they just had a picture of like a little troll, which is actually what I look like. So that was kind of funny, <laughs> but it said wanted, you know, junkie and creative writing. So I'm, yeah, I think that's why there's a lot of listens here in L.A. They're trying to find out where we are. And then Centerton, Arkansas, another Arkansas town. So we got two Australias uh, and two Arkansas on the list, which are almost, you know, different countries all together. So that's great. You know, Arkansas is, <laughs> is kind of its own place. But Centerton, I don't know what the hell is out there. But uh, thanks for being number five on our list. Now, countries with the most plays of all time. This one's going to blow your mind. USA is number one. Well, we we all know that uh, they tell us every year in the State of the Union. Um, <laughs> Australia <laughs> is number two, even with all those bot plays from those two countries, and maybe that's what it is. Maybe the, maybe there's somebody in Melton. We're trying to
2: get number one place. Yeah,
0: Melton West and Ballarat trying to get Australia above the U.S. You have a, a several hundred thousand to go, but. If that's your strategy, keep going for it. They actually, Australia and Canada are constantly battling for second and third. So Canada's in third right now. If we can get a few more of you people from Uxbridge, Toronto, you know, Ontario, places like that, to, uh, uh, and Columbus, if Columbus is a city in um, Canada, that way I won't ever know where these plays are coming from. Go for it. You'll bump yourselves back up. Uh, in front of Australia, maybe, maybe get a couple bots going and, uh, and raise past it. Uh, the UK is number four, which is awesome because I know we have a few listeners over there. Um, Jay and, and all his buddies are keeping us, uh, alive and well over there. And then Denmark of all places is uh, number five. And I'm, I've been trying to find out what's in Denmark and I was trying to find out what cities in Denmark. So I can see if there's a big motorcycle culture there, but I haven't maybe. been able to pinpoint it yet, maybe, but maybe, Maybe we can do a a Route 66 trip to Denmark. Does Route 66 (laughs) go to Denmark? I think it does. I'll have to look at the map. But anyway, uh, yeah, our listens are up 105% over last month and 7% over last year. So that's awesome. My goal is with this executive team or this – we're not an executive team. We're a team of idiots and one stupid robot is to get to 10% by the end of the year. So we got six good months to go, team. Let's do this. Let's get – I think we can do it before. Yeah. Hell yeah. Let's do it. And uh, when we can't and we're all sad, I'll, you know, I won't tell you. I'll just tell you guys we did it. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I won't break the sad news to you. But anyways, yeah, so that's cool. And uh, I also wanted to say, hey, if your name is Kate and you have a big ass gray dog, thank you for uh, listening to the show. You you came in as our number one listener on SoundCloud, which is where our stats are hosted. So I don't know if if there's another listener somewhere else that listens way more than that. But you popped up on SoundCloud, and I see that you also listen to The Misfits, so I'm guessing that you are a motorcycle mama. And uh, thanks, yeah, thanks for tuning in. Um, All right, let's take a quick break, and we will get back with some current events. Hey, everybody, this is Nathan Flats from Flats Tires, reminding you to come on down and get everything you need for your bike. We've got tires; they're round, they're made of rubber supply everything you need including valve stems. The only thing you need to supply is the air. That's right. Come down to Flats Tires. We're on the corner of State Street and First down in Epperton. For over 131 years and several months, Claibman's has been supplying quality pickles to motorcyclists the world over. Legendary icons such as Sylvester Roper, Oscar Headstrom, William Harley, Betsy Stringfield, Frank Willoughby Cotton, Evil Knievel, Nikki Hayden, and Sachiro Honda have all quenched their desires for a thick, juicy pickle sliding across their greasy, willing lips with none other than a fine specimen from Clawman's. Join the Hall of Fame, win your first race, impress the judges, put a Clawman's in your mouth, and a championship trophy on your shelf. Clawman's, not for dreamers, for doers. Clawman's, the only pickle for motorcycling.
4: All
0: right, everybody, we are back, and we are ready to rock and roll. Uh, Kim, your mom.
4: Yeah, I only answered to that, Junkie.
0: Yeah, listen, that's eventually, (laughs) I think eventually... When your kid is uh, finally eleven or twelve, they'll know your name. Up until then, I I, when somebody asked me what my mom's name was when I was like in third or fourth grade, I didn't know. I said, "It's mom." So right, yeah. So I've been hearing
4: a lot of mom jokes at home this summer, so I think that's how I got it in my head. Like the whole "your mom" response. Like I'm just my maturity level is down to nine year olds right now
0: so you're th- you're still way more mature than me then so that's that's a good that's good <laughs> uh hey there's some events coming up and you got a couple of them written down um i want to hear about them i also maybe before we get into the current events give us a little um a little recap of the san diego harley bike fest because was it really a bike fest or was it really kind of like a bike event at a harley dealership
4: um I guess it kind of felt like just a bike event at a Harley dealership, but okay. it was, um but it was legit. Like, and I, unfortunately I don't go down there to their other events too often to compare it to their other events, but they had tons of vendors, probably, you know, 30 or more vendors. And then like the events, it was alternated between like the stunt shows and, um, Oh, the ives brothers and yeah all that stuff so was uh, it, it the
0: was, uh when, was it the harley that's also off of like the five in some, like morena or, some, or Marina, yeah yeah yeah. yeah yeah that's it
4: yeah
0: okay so they they do have a, like an actual uh music sh- like stage there they did um and they have a pretty good sized area i'm not sure about parking though man how was how was parking there
4: they have a decent sized parking lot, but when they're doing like the stunt shows and everything, um, it kind of takes away. But there was there was places to park. It, it was a little overflowing, but we still found spots. Um, yeah, they picked a spot
0: kind of like L.A. No parking anywhere. Right. Like, yeah, uh, everyone wants to be like close to the
2: city. Yeah. But then you can't do events in your parking lot if you don't have a parking lot.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have, they actually have like a an actual like full size music like stage like with lighting mm-hmm. and everything. So they did like plan that out. But the little pit area isn't very yeah. big. So but that's cool. Um, yeah, and there, okay. I mean, yeah,
4: there were lots of bite. There was, it, it would kind of go in like lulls, you know, uh, of crowd and then empty out and. Yeah. Okay. And it was both Saturday and
0: Sunday, yeah. Oh, okay. So it was a proper, like, okay. Because I was going to say, you know, bike fest. When I think of bike fest, I think of e- even, like, a, a fairgrounds or something being rented out. And, like, actual bike. Like, like IMS style. Oh, right. Oh, my God. Beef jerky sweet Chipotle. Wiggins just, uh, yeah. Wiggins, I'm try you some. brought all these f-
4: snacks.
0: I did. Oh, my God. Yeah. Snacks. Next time we'll have you in I'll the come studio. Up. Yeah. Oh my
4: God. Okay. Yeah. But I'll bring snacks and I'll not share.
0: <laughs> Perfect. It'll be just like we're recording now. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So now what, what you got on your uh, current events list coming up.
4: Okay. So coming up on ju- uh, July 22nd, at area 74, which is down in Lake Elsinore. And that's kind of the new area. Like, <laughs> The replacement for Hell's Kitchen. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did
0: the Hell's Kitchen burn? It did. Did you burn it?
4: Yeah, I burn it damn. No, I think it's Danced over on a year on the or two. Sorry, I'm
2: looking over a cough.
0: No, I, I turned you down. Oh, 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 okay. well, actually, I probably turned you up louder <laughs> yeah. when you were coughing. <laughs> I wonder if Hell's Kitchen burning was a uh, insurance job. I thought it was just Kim dancing on the dance floor. No,
2: like, like, it,
4: didn't no, it didn't get bought
2: a couple times and go under a couple of times, and then
4: I believe there were some issues. Yeah, um, I know he was always fighting, um, like with ghosts. Not fighting, but like there was always a challenge up there, you know, with either, like all the construction for one, like alternating weekends of it being opened and closed, going through the Ortega. And all the other drama with like owning a business, Um, but it was like a kitchen fire that um, burnt it down—a
0: hell's kitchen fire. Yeah, it was. Oh my god, definitely a hell's fire. So area seventy four is the new new deal, huh? Is it at the same building or was it at?
4: It's down. um, I don't know if you know where like Craft Brewing is and Harley Customs. On Highway 74, right when you get off the exit by – there's, like, a Home Depot. Yeah, I know um, the Home
2: Depot stuff right
4: there, yeah. Teme- yeah, like – I wanna say Temecula. Lake Elsinore, when you get off on 74, like, you're going to go over the Ortega. There's, like, an industrial area kind of right in there. And the Area 74 is kind of, like, a big – the name itself is, like, a big – um, like, fifth wheel kind of – Oh. rv style thing but also in there is dinah Dix now um that's what she said
0: <laughs> we'll go to Din- Din- dinah dicks performance
4: not service. dine and dicks no like
0: <laughs> okay so Din- not the third not the third date i got gotcha. you yeah. <laughs> and that is from two to eight so that so yeah, the, like so, the event,
4: it, so the event is called the summer bike bash with the no front, no fun motorcycle group. Okay. And yeah, that's from two to eight in Lake Elsinore on July 22nd. So there's a bunch of little areas. It's kind of the industrial area yeah. um, with like all those little spots right in there to go to and hang out.
0: Yeah. That sounds like a fun place. Like an industrial park is a perfect place for a bike bash. Cause I could see yes. people getting crazy in there and nobody complaining if it's on a weekend. Right.
4: Yeah, and it's shaded with like picnic tables and nice lots of spots to park in there.
0: So that's two weekends from now. Yeah, it's like a, it's gonna be a busy weekend. What else you got on the calendar?
4: Um, something else coming up, but not till August nineteenth is the Westside Motorcycle Collective, which I think is more up towards you guys, but yeah. I hadn't heard of them. Um, and they're doing something called West Coast Roots Campout at Josie's Hideout which is down here by Lake Hinshaw. Um, And those you can get, it's like a single night camp out and it's like $25 for the night for a tent spot. Um, and they're going to have some events and raffles going on there. That's cool. Yeah. That looks fun. Cause I haven't, I go up there often, but I haven't camped out and they, um, you know, they've been starting to do that a little more at the venue.
0: Right. I've only been there once at Wiggins and I would, I yeah. wonder where they're camping at at Joseph. It's yeah.
4: above. It's above the the venue. There's kind of like some flat staggered areas above it. Gotcha. For some tent sites, and then they also have put in kind of like um, they also have a shower area up there now too. Hmm. So um.
0: Because bikers are dirty
4: yeah
0: much, it's a pretty
4: yeah. big shower i think you could probably fit like a couple in there wow
0: sick once all right wigs <laughs> bring bring one towel <laughs> two bars and of soap then, though
4: they have like <laughs> an axe throwing thing up there and yeah it's a pretty cool area up in there
0: yeah, the owner
2: actually like all the bartenders carry a knife and the owner gets a lot of them from quinn and and um, julian right
4: there uh-huh
2: and i know she's one of my customers nice so she's like all into that stuff so The axe throwing, I think, is kind of cool that they added that in too.
4: Yeah, yeah, that's up there, and I, I kind of, I want to go to that. So I don't know that many people going, so you guys should come.
0: Yeah, hell yeah. And you don't even for
4: the day. You don't have to have the the ticket for the day to be there. I did see that.
0: Oh, okay, okay, okay. And what else you got?
4: The third event I have is by Stellar Moto
0: mm-hmm
4: and they're doing she's like there's a business she's most known for um the like coverall the writing coverall oh,
1: yeah
4: mm-hmm. uh which were pretty rad but they're putting out a camp out a co-ed camp out in Bisbee Arizona and that's the mm-hmm. end of September September 29th um and those are you can do just like the event only which event only tickets which were like fifty dollars. And that was for all kinds of like entertainment and to be at the venue for I believe Friday and Saturday night. And then if you wanted to include camping there, um, there's a ticket for both things for80 dollars. So 30 to camp and then 50 just for the event. Sick. But um, I think I think that's their first time doing that. And uh, yeah. I, mean, I love who doesn't love Bisbee?
0: right. Oh, I thought you were gonna say or stellar motorband. And I, and you know oh, right. I, I do see them a lot in um you know, doing a lot of events here and there. I've never seen yeah, I think this is probably gonna be their first self like camp out, if I'm yeah. that right.
4: Self camp out?
0: Self camp out. Go do a self camp out. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> one.
2: It's been about a year now, isn't it? Maybe a little more. <clears throat> what did
0: we do one? Oh yeah, it's been like a little over a year. Yeah we did a yeah.
4: fun one up by big bear yeah oh i'm going in two weeks i don't well i don't know what a what's a self thing about like
0: i don't you... know i just said that and i, I feel stupid for we it we by ourselves yeah well
4: but actually two, he, so and, I went, he and i went he went together <laughs> well yeah. but we don't... didn't
0: do it with any you know
2: cool moto brand
4: oh yeah, okay true. yeah because we did it
2: you guys we did, ourselves. did it
4: ourselves
0: well i guess technically we did do it with creative writing
4: Right. So like that. you like
0: you said, though not a cool motor. Huh, yeah, I guess. Thank so. <laughs> <laughs> we wig space thanks for trying, week <laughs> Um yeah, no, that's awesome. That's awesome. And and yeah, like I said, we, we see them all over, but I don't know yeah. if um, well, that work? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can yeah. hear yourself now? I can hear both of us now. Yeah. A little loud though. Kim, can you still hear us? I can hear you. Kim, can you hear us?
4: Yes. All
0: right. But now I can't hear us. Can you hear now us I now? Can. Yes. Yeah. I, I think, think we, I think we lose us. Kim when you do that. Yeah.
4: Oh, you can't hear me.
0: Can no, you could probably still hear us. But what it does is it cuts it cuts the main feed into only the control room, so uh, Wiggins, we, we, we can hear each other, but we can't hear you. Well, Uh-oh. we tried.
2: Yeah, he's only been doing this for three hundred episodes now.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but I always have to. Uh, You know using a different technology every time trying new stuff out so sorry if and if anybody hears some radical clicking in the podcast i'll try to edit it out so (laughs) um what's your last uh event because i see here that it's sold out so yeah yeah
4: my the last event that is sold out is kernville camp out that's hosted by builtwell and that's always in october but um, they did put out that they will possibly release more tickets in September, depending on the water levels and where the river's at, I guess, at the campground. Maybe if it goes down, those other sites will free up. It, I don't know if that's their...
0: Oh, right. Because we got so much rain in California this year mm-hmm. that the rivers are, actually have water in them for once in are pathetic Yeah, lives. they're like
4: roaring rivers. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, our um, friend Brady
0: lives up near the Kern River, three rivers actually, and um, I think they got flooded in during all that rain, and I'm sure the rivers are pretty high this year, which is awesome. You know, we need it. Yeah, Um, I think Owens Valley Lake has had uh, um, water in it for the first time since LA started stealing it way back at the turn of the century. (laughs) So that's- Yeah, Siddons
2: and I stayed up past there the year before, or a couple years ago now, and then you and I and, and him stayed at Brady's last year.
0: Yeah yeah I want to go cool up place. there again yeah w- what's the planet creative writing right right up there
4: I Can went up you- Memorial Day weekend and it was because I wanted to see what the water was like then and it's like got I know they have even more now yeah but crazy yeah the waters almost went over the spill what do you ever call it the spillover or yeah,
0: yeah. it's like dam. five
4: inches from yeah
0: the spill dam yeah Sp- <laughs> <laughs> the dam spill no, the dental dam <laughs> the dental dam yeah um you never want water to spill over the dental dam so um wiggins you got any events coming up that you know of no moto no moto events all right i any leave shows?
2: for uh nope no, no shows
0: i leave sunday for a
2: five-week road trip though yeah where are you headed and the family yeah we're gonna go a lot of places we're gonna go to washington
0: Boo, and then
2: through Wyoming to some national parks. Boo, and then down through Sturgis, South Dakota. Wow!
4: Oh, double boo! For, Are you going to yeah. be? What's the well, calendar?
2: Oh, you not I'm not be taking again. a bike, and it's not going to be Bike Week.
4: Yeah,
2: um, to go to like the Badlands and Mount Rushmore and stuff like that. Have nice. you ever been there before? Yeah.
4: All right. Yeah, I guess that was a dumb question.
2: Huh? Yeah, for I've been there for motorcycle racing.
4: Yeah,
2: and for Sturgis once before that when I went racing it was during Sturgis too but
4: see I don't, don't follow you I don't even yet. know like I'm clueless I'm- I don't get
2: you I wigs I don't even know women <laughs> I have been there in a few years so it's not like I posted I've been there recently yeah but it's I don't know it's like everyone should go once during bike week but um then everyone should go when it's not bike week so they can actually ride their bike I would like yeah I was gonna
0: say I'd <laughs> like to actually go when it's not bike week I just don't like I love I'd I would like to go to like the ADV fest they do up there yeah and,
2: um Stuff like
0: that, yeah, 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 for sure. Um, speaking of which, uh, I got some, I got a handful of events, and one of them, uh, is uh, the 80 event
2: where we're going, or do you just want me to stop and or just,
0: yeah, no, no, is that, is that (laughs) it? No, yeah, keep telling us. And then we're going through Minnesota, all right,
2: and let me turn them down real quick, and And then (laughs) then maybe, uh, trying to see a friend of mine who works at SNS,
0: and we're gonna go through Milwaukee up there, right? That's in
2: like, it's in La Crosse, yeah, Wisconsin, Wisconsin. And then we're gonna go through Milwaukee and Chicago and down into Indiana and then stay there for a few days, maybe a week. And then maybe so at that point we get to Indiana before we stay there a week. We have three weeks left before we have to be back in California. So we might go to Baltimore to see a good friend of mine's a retired SEAL, so we might go see him. In Baltimore? In Baltimore, wow. and then go to the Smithsonians and stuff. That's and is, then um, Yeah, the Smithsonian's come good. Back. Yeah, I like yeah. Smithsonian um and I haven't been since I was a little kid so it'd be super cool yeah Washington Monument which I
0: think we went up in when I was a little kid I don't know if you still can or not um uh, I can because I can fly but I don't think you can if you're just a regular human so might want and to check into that. Uh, and my buddy like
2: has a pretty cool job so it's always good to go visit him and see what he can <laughs> take me Nice, but um and he told me I need to see his gun cabinet It's a quote because <laughs> it's always insane. But he's a he's a legit retired SEAL sniper. And uh, so he always has fun with those. Nice. So and if you're in any
0: of those towns, maybe we'll do a little Route 66 on the way back. Yeah, there you go. I would definitely if you're in a camper, like, go for it. We Your camper's going to swing see... through Arkansas. Nice. We'll see. Nice. It'll be like There's Indiana, them. but with a crazier accent. <laughs>
4: There's an yeah. app I like to use. Like if you're looking for those funky, weird places to stop, like.
0: I'm going to, I want to guess what it is. Okay. Road trippers.
4: No. Oh, it's part okay. of the word maybe. Okay. <laughs> um, Trippy I... roads. Trippy roads. <laughs> now I have to, now you maybe forget because your, your mom's so old. that like, um, sure. no, it's the roadside America is the mm. name of the app. But you can just put in where you're going, or it'll like ping off your current location, and it'll tell you all the funky things around there.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. There's also an app called Road Trippers that does that, too. Wiggins might have one, too, that he knows. I don't. I was
4: trying
2: to look it up, and
0: she couldn't remember the name. He's going to make one called
2: Trippy Roads. That was very anti It's called what?
4: Roadside America.
2: Okay. What if I go into Canada? Yeah. they just
0: stop working uh, road trippers <laughs> road trippers will work internationally that's what i like about oh. it. and it has pics reviews and hours so there you go um so yeah i got a couple events coming up here too uh july 13th through 16th which uh i don't know wig is that that's when you'll be there but milwaukee wisconsin harley davidson's having their 120th birthday celebration y'all i don't know if you heard but the the america's um second motorcycle company actually who knows how many they're they're who knows it was how many the th-
2: second oldest indian likes to call theirs the oldest but indian doesn't exist anymore yeah well and for all you naysayers it's a sticker on a um polaris <laughs> but so harley's the oldest but indian claims to be that they yeah indian been started in 1901
0: but you know what i think there was some before indian and harley even i just don't think like the california motorcycle company and Tour or excelsior like i think there was other companies but they just didn't last past the great depression uh so anyways yeah america's trippers, but i have not found roadside america america's oldest continuing motorcycle company uh with no brakes in production is celebrating 120 this year so go harley davidson and they're gonna have a shit show kim you and i talked about it before like the bands that are gonna be there gonna be insane. yeah so the foo fighters F- are at least playing this time foo fighters green day um, yeah, Red Side America is $3. Willie T. Ribs, R.L. Burnside, uh, it's better Chopin. For the 100th, they had
2: uh, Elton John. Yeah, And I'm not even against it because he's gay. I'm against it because he's fucking British. <laughs> it wasn't the goddamn Triumph's 100th birthday. Get out of here with that yeah,
0: nonsense. That's true. His name's not even Elton or John either, so um, take that. It's I mean, like Bernie Florence or something. I don't know. Uh, July 14th through 16th, which is overlapping, uh, but on this... Uh, side of the country is the arma classic moto fest of monterey in laguna seca uh and if you are in laguna seca like this coming weekend i think it's uh, moto america is going to be up there so the weekend after is going to be the arma uh, american historic racing motorcycle associations like moto fest where they have like a big three-day festival of all classic and vintage race bikes Going to be pretty awesome that's going to be up at uh laguna seca Excuse me. Is that Infineon Raceway or something like that? I think it might still no, be Infineon. No, Laguna Seca. Yeah. It used to be Mazda. Oh, it might right. still be Mazda Raceway. Yeah, 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 I forget exactly. Infineon
2: is Sonoma. That's
0: right. That's right. I, oh, weather, I think it might be WeatherTech Raceway or something. Yeah, it's, it's some, WeatherTech now. It used to be. Crazy. I think it still did. used to be Mazda, but yeah, now yeah. it's WeatherTech. So, yeah, that, that's uh, Laguna Seca. Um, July 20, 20th through the 23rd. Get on Adventure Fest Black Hills Edition in North mm. South Dakota. Are you gonna be there July 20th through 23rd? No. Nope. Oh, you're gonna be there before that, huh? Yep. I like can okay. ADV in my
2: Subaru with it. Though. That's
0: true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ADV, I, they should put that on cars. ADV, like you know, they kind of there's are. There is the there's like the quote cool overlanding stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, I think anything that'll take you on adventures, ADV. Uh, also, July 22nd through 23rd. Down here is the OSSRG Scrambles at Glen Helen Raceway. And I think OSSRG, I got this uh, from Brady Walker of all people. Um, it is the Old School Scrambles Racing Group. Uh, so if you want information on that, go to ossrg.org. Check it out. There's going to be a lot of cool classes out there at Glen Helen. Glen Helen has so many cool tracks. The big tracks, the coolest, where they race like international GPs and stuff like that. But the, uh, the old scrambler and vet track and even the trophy truck track is pretty cool. That's like hell on wheels. There's a lot of cool stuff out there. So they're going to do some scrambles there. Um, and that is, uh, I think there's camping if you want to ch- check it out. So there's going to be, be cool. s- yeah, Saturday we and Sunday. Go. Yeah. That, that, I, I'm not going to be here that weekend though, but that would okay. be awesome. <laughs> there's a I cool
4: know kind of biker bar over there too. Like is, is it the screaming chicken or- probably Yeah
0: the howling pheasant? <laughs> I don't know. Um, the squawking duck, the squawking duck, all these things that are like euphemisms The loud cock, the loud cocking cock, crow. Uh, yeah. All of these things that are euphemisms uh, for Harley Davidson's uh, screaming eagle. Um August 5th there's going to be a classic track day at Big Willow. It's 155 per rider or 200 uh, after July 1st, so now it's 200. <laughs> um but that's still pretty cheap for a track day. Especially when they're as fun as the ones that Brady puts on um, at Willow Springs. So uh, there's going to be a suspension guy there and a tires guy there also. So go check that out. Uh, And And it's probably on track suspension.
2: And I have used them and I like them. Yeah. And they're very affordable and very helpful and knowledgeable. And, uh, you know, it's not like taking your bike to race tech and having them with you all day. But yeah it kind of, I mean, for, I mean, I didn't change springs or anything. So they just like helped me out and examine the tires and like totally changed my RC one day for me. Yeah. And it, is that when we rode up there with Siddons and he that liked, was when I took this, I rode my sport, my uh, street one and had him do that just to yeah. get it. Like, cause it felt a little weird, but no, my salvage track bike, like I felt really unstable in the brakes. And, uh, you know, I'm like, I don't know. I just kind of ride what I ride and try to figure it out. And, ride it to the best of my ability but it just felt weird and they were there so i went over and like talked to him and i don't actually i think i just said it was like 40 bucks i was like hey i just want you guys to like set like give it a basic setup or whatever he like measured it pushed on it and he goes let me guess it's like it's unstable when you squeeze the front brakes and i was like uh yeah that's exactly what it's doing <laughs> so um yeah he helped fix a lot of that and make it a lot more confident and a lot feeling a lot better so yeah
0: I remember, yeah, and it is on track that's going to be there. I remember when you took your street bike up there, yeah, he mm-hmm. like they he didn't. they don't just like that he's mm-hmm. pushes it and he he can like feels to his, and he just
2: knows by just he does a couple of measurements and pushes yeah. on it. and and's like, you know, for that one, he knew it was a street bike. so we're just gonna set it up basic. but um you know he, you should he, have had him he set he it off road
0: if we knew where we'd be heading after that <laughs> on, uh, up to brady's <laughs> right <laughs> but yeah them and them and Dunlop tires are going to be there so check it out and even if you're just going to be passing through like we just paid the gate fee went in and he set up wiggins street bike you can do that too maybe he'll have some insights for you on your street bike and it'll give him something to do when racers aren't knocking down his doors trying to get uh, get their bike set up um And then also in August 31st, and I can't believe I'm talking about August 31st already, but it's literally like, you know, next month, this is already July. I can't believe we're in July already. But August 31st through September 4th, the uh, Four Corners Motorcycle Rally is happening in Durango, Colorado. Um, And built well. Uh, on Friday, September 1st, we'll be hosting an official kickoff party at the La Plata County Fairgrounds. There's going to be a bike show, a tire toss, a tug of war, arm wrestling, live music. I imagine a weenie bite, all those other lame slow ra- slow drags or barrel keg races. It really hurts when
2: you bite your weenie, though.
0: It does. Yeah. They use, yeah, they hang it. They don't hang a wiener on a fork. They hang a dude (laughs) whoever doesn't, whoever's too drunk from the night before they just hang them down there and you bite your wiener. Um, and then Paige Overton and the rhyolite sound is going to be playing. So if you're a big fan of live music, arm wrestling, and I don't know, probably lots of wedgies, I would, I would just wedgies would be my thing. Uh, I'd say go check it out. The right. a fan of wedgies. Yeah, I am a fan of wedgies. I I uh, pick on people so that they'll give me a wedgie. All right, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back with some more good riding.
3: Looking for a high-quality leather that doesn't cost an arm and a leg? Well, not yours anyway. Try Criders, made in the USA from 100% renewable resources. We don't use fancy hide like kangaroo or elk. Nor do we use other imported hides like Jaguar or Okapi. Those animals are scarce and protected. We extrapolate our hides from a unique source of marsupial. Not a wallaby though, if that's what you were thinking. Crider's leathers are made from the United States' most renewable resource, the common opossum. The common opossum is so common, in fact, that thousands of hides go to waste each year on American roadways. We don't believe in letting these valuable garment farms end up in the city dump especially with a looming leather shortage on the horizon. Criders is dedicated to rider safety and a low overhead is our number one priority. Visit Criders today and we'll fit you up in new skin. Possum skin! Criders, the cheapest leather you'll wear. Visit Criders now. We're located down by the stream behind the old recycling factory. Criders leathers.
0: Hey every human, go crash your motorcycle. Hey, Tower. Tower. Tober, what are you doing, dude? What the hell? What is this? What do-
1: it's not what you think.
0: It's not what I think. What? Th- what's on the screen? Oh, my God. Junky vocal emulator? Uh, hey, boss. Nothing. Nothing? This right here is something. It says Junky vocal emulator, and it sounded like me coming from the... <laughs> what the... Tober? Get-, get over there. Get. You are banished. Get and sit. Get. I said sit. Tober, you're banished. I'm gonna do I'm gonna go back and listen. I'm gonna have to recode some of this, but this is no no good. You sounded just like me. I don't like that. It's not good, buddy. I don't know what your code says, but it's not good. Listen, the reason I happen to walk in here and want to record something is because I was just back home in Arkansas, and I gotta tell you, if you're in western Arkansas. You have to visit. Well, first of all, you have to be in a very specific part of western Arkansas. But if you uh, are passing through uh, kind of the midway point, you know, and you're in a town called Cove, uh, you got to check out population probably like 212. I don't know. very tiny. But uh, there's, there's like two whole restaurants there in Cove. You got to stop and check out the coffee vault. We ate there twice while we were back, and uh, that's how good it was. We didn't have to forage for grubs in the woods like I used to as a kid or fight with those crazy black-headed vultures over carrion like I did as a kid. No, 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 the coffee vault. This has uh, food that is equal to or better than some of the food I've had here in Southern California. You know we have all the crazy chefs around here in Beverly Hills and all that crazy crap. So uh, I have to tell you, not only do they serve a hell of a coffee down there, but uh, the food was great, too. That's the Coffee Vault in Cove, Arkansas. Check it out. And then while you're at it, go check out the uh, Talamina Scenic Drive. Uh, I know you love riding that area on your motorcycle. It's beautiful out there. So go check it out. Uh, check out all the, all the cool riding back there. And uh, if you need to stop for food, pass through. I think the biggest town to the south is probably Texarkana. The biggest town to the north, maybe Mina, but then Fort Smith and Bentonville. Pass all that crap, go to Cove. They have a well in the middle of the town from 1898. Throw your unwanted family members down. (laughs) Okay, do whatever you want, but just make sure that your last stop is the coffee vault before you head out of town from uh, throwing your family members down the well. I'm telling you, you won't regret it. That's the coffee vault. Cove, Arkansas. Yum, 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 yum. All right, Tobor, now for you. Me and you are going to have a serious talk after I swear afterwards. it was nothing. Oh, yeah, nothing, my butt. Uh, we're going to have a talk right now about this. <coughs> yeah, all right. That's what I thought. We are back with some more creative writing. We have some uh, 5 unnewsworthy headlines that I'm going to talk to you guys about. And I want to know if you think it's newsworthy, because if you think so, I'll just uh, mute you, kick you out of the podcast right now. And I'll the security team here at the uh, Creative Writing Moto One Podcast Headquarters West that, uh, you don't know, you talking about. Uh, number five on our not worth the news unnewsworthy headlines is that the Dugati Panigale V2 gets a new color scheme. Guess this. Guess what, guys? It's red. <laughs> That's the crazy part. The Ducati, Or it's red, white, and green. I don't know. The, yeah, red, white, and green. That would be the ultimate. But the Ducati Panigale V2, not the V4, the V2. The V4 has got to be red or red, white, and green. The V2 totally shirks tradition, throws off... All the uh, the shackles of being a, an Italian company and gets rid of the red. The Panigale V2 will be available in black on black. Can you believe it? An all black Ducati. They've done that several times. Oh, damn it! It's technically. Like, I was going to say
2: it's got to be either black or yellow because it's kind of like they're kind of like Ferrari. They do
0: red, black, yellow, and that's it. Yeah, yellow the,
2: super rare. Or the Italian flag.
0: It is super rare. Like every Ducati I've ever seen is either red or red. I don't think
2: they do any blue. I'm not sure
0: Ferrari is legitimately done blue. I think people have taken them and painted them blue. Yeah. I wonder, dude, people in um, Saudi Arabia, like, gold flake there. Like, they put it 24-karat gold on their shit. Um, so it's not even black on black. It's dark matte gray and gloss black, but whatever. The decals are red in case any Ducati owners think that they're riding, like, a Kawasaki ZX-10 on accident. They're like, what the fuck? Oh, shit. And they look down. They're like, oh, God, I'm, I'm on a Ducati. Like, Thank you, because, you know. Kawasaki tends not to do uh, red stuff. Well, they do red bikes now and then, but not not often. Um, So anyways, yeah, number four on our list is the new Speed 400 and Scrambler 400X that are on the way from Triumph. Um, This one isn't newsworthy because motorcycle companies uh, uh, that are not known for small bikes have been doubling down on bigger and bigger bikes like Harley-Davidson. Didn't they just
2: release a four hundred two though?
0: Only for the Riding Academy. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: really? Yeah,
0: it's a 500. It's the uh, XA500, but it's just like the dual Blast. It's only available to ride, uh, to take their training course on. And then they immediately take you inside and right. say, hey, here's a um, CVO. You might want to ride this instead. Um, <laughs> so Harley-Davidson BMW, who is coming out with a G1300, or uh, an R 1300 GS pretty soon You're basically going to, I made a joke about having a Hayabusa ADV bike uh, about six months ago, and now it's going to be coming true. So BMW is going to be having a 1300 uh, off-road bike triumph going the same way triumph used to make cool seven fifties and six fifties, you know, 400s, 200s back in the seventies and eighties. Now they're, bikes are 1200 they're probably gonna be going to 1300 suzuki i put suzuki with a question mark because i feel like suzuki had a pretty good platform the v-strom 650 is still out there and the sv 650 but now they got that new 800 and they made a v-strom thousand
2: or 1100 for a while didn't
0: they yeah well the v-strom thousand is now the v-strom 1050 Mm -hmm. um and the v-strom thousand was always a uh, 10:30, and now the V-Strom 1050 is still a 10:30, so that's kind of funny. But like you know, their middleweight bikes are going up, so nobody's making these smaller size bikes. Triumph, I learned that Triumph needs these bikes. They're called um lambs, which is a learner-approved motorcycles, and they need that the same way that Harley Davidson needs the XA 500 and the now defunct uh, Street 500, which was also a piece of garbage. Um, they need they need those for their rider academies or to be learner approved because triumph in england can't sell um bikes over a certain horsepower to weight ratio they have the a1 and a2 licensing and a lot of times a lot of people used to say it was ccs but i'm pretty sure it's horsepower to weight um and learner bike approved and this and that so triumph needed a, a 400 and of course they did what harley did and teamed up with a chinese company that already makes some uh 400 ccs and uh there you go. So, um, you know, Ducati has the Scrambler 62. Now we have the XA500, the G310, all these, uh just like those bikes as well. The Triumph 400s are going to be produced in conjunction with an Asian company. And uh I have in my notes that these will never be the Honda Grom or the Yamaha Zuma 125. <clears throat> these are never going to have the cult following that even smaller bikes have. Like, people still snatch up Honda Groms by... The dozens and uh, Yamaha Zumas, Honda Ruckuses, um, things like that. People snatch up these little 125s, these middleweight bikes that they're making that are 400s. You know, even the the what's it Royal Enfield Scram 411. I just I, I love that weight that that size. I just don't think anybody else in the entire globe does. Um, well, since we're based in the U.S., I know nobody in the U.S. does. So that's why that's unnewsworthy. Maybe if you're living in you know, Jakarta or Taiwan or something like that, like this is big news to you, or India, but not here. Uh, number three, um, to drive my point home on this big bike thing, uh, BMW BMW touts two things this month they had the one millionth boxer engines gs uh was produced i think uh june 21st 2023 the millionth gs boxer rolled off the assembly line look how i spelled rolled in the notes i know
4: i'm like is that a word have i been spelling it wrong this whole time you
0: have -aha uh-huh. um yeah and it's it right yeah so they did that i i already fixed it i Don't, see uh, it I yeah see look it. at that i can't i can't stand uh yeah uh syntax errors so um so yeah june 21st the uh, millionth gs uh and en- uh, boxer engine gs i should say the millionth boxer engine rolled off the assembly line which is awesome because 2023 is uh, bmw's 100th anniversary and they also didn't take a break like harley davidson um and on top I mean, of I that think they
2: built a bunch of shit for the nazis they did so that
0: might not be a break but just yeah slow down on your birthday yeah here, man um <laughs> Yeah, and then the they had a bunch of people copy it in Russia, too. So mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they're also releasing a Hayabusa-sized engine, which I which I already said um, is going to be a 1,300 GS, and uh, that's going to be coming out at the end of September, Memorial Day. Um, do we need anything else? Nope. Okay, bye. Because uh, they already have one of the most ridiculously sized cruises uh, out there with the R-18. It's disgusting. So anyways, uh, number two. Two on our list is the 2023 U.S. ISDE. The teams were announced, and I'm not even going to tell you who it is. This is so unnewsworthy. I'm not going to tell you who it is. I'm not going to make more of a big deal of it because we always know that the women's team does better than the men's team. And just like uh, the WNBA and international soccer, those women's teams are better than the U.S. men's team anyway. But no one's going to watch it. Uh, Because no one watches women's sports and nobody cares after the men's team loses out. Fun (laughs) fact about the ISDE, which is the International Six Days Enduro. It used to be called the International Six-Day Trial way back in the day. Between 1933 and 1938, Nazi Germany won several events in all classes. Speaking of uh, Wiggins and the BMW, they probably won on BMWs. Um, But that's back when they were just the Nazi party was a political party and not, you know. (laughs) <laughs> you yeah, know, uh, on the number one um, headline that's not even newsworthy this year is uh, a simple rule change could have a mass effect on motorcycling. So this is a UK ruling. Uh, a new law could allow motorcycles to use bus lanes across the nation. Uh, the reason it's not noteworthy is because we don't even have those in the United States. Will we do like in downtown L.A. I know there's like bus only oh, lanes. Most are. I mean, and the buses use the carpool lane. But exactly. So, like. I mean, it's not a huge deal, but uh, that's cool. As it stands currently, it's only permitted in certain cities, and this would standardize the practice across the U.K., um, and this is not newsworthy because it's depressing for us Americans, where lane sharing is not even legal nationally, uh,
4: yeah. but riding
0: in the carpool lane is. That is a federal law here, um, but even that, if you're here in L.A., I learned that uh, the express lanes are not carpool lanes, so in some parts, well, the express lanes you got to pay extra for, right? Yeah. So in the express lanes outside of the city of LA, you're allowed to ride in them. But once you get into like LA city boundaries, you're not allowed to ride motorcycles in the express lanes anymore. So Oh um, really? That's yeah. No. Yeah. And, and they might've even changed that since the last time, I, last time I looked at that was like 2018, but there was like a big announcement on it and they never tell you, you know, who, who whoever keeps track of that shit. So anyways, that and uh, yeah, those are five unnewsworthy headlines. I hope you didn't like them. Um, we're gonna get into uh, the real segment right here, and I hope everyone's ready. I'm gonna pause because I am gonna probably throw some uh, sound effects in here, but here we go. This uh, last segment of the show is gonna be called They All Have to Go, and the premise of this section right here, and I hope Wiggins, uh, your mom was really uh. Super super excited about this because you're like I don't know anything about all these stupid- Yeah, hey, You're not
4: supposed to tell them that.
0: <laughs> no, you. you but you, the thing is, is you knew everything about them. You were that. That was a joke. I'm making a bad joke, guys. She she uh she researched every single one of these and actually wrote the notes for me. So yeah. I don't know anything about these. I did. But was hopefully hopeful to have Wiggins here to back her up on some of these decisions. So. This is this is the premise of this half. It is 20 it's the middle of 2023. We saw in 2020 how crazy things got with the supply and demand. A lot of motorcycle companies quit shipping their motorcycles and releasing their motorcycle <clears throat> their motorcycles on a regular schedule. But now we're in the middle of 2023 and a lot of people are starting to come out with their 24 models already. So what what we have here is a list of all the 2023s that have to go to make room for some new 24s to, to come and i'm going to see if you guys agree with this or not. So we're going to start with uh an alphabetical order from a to z. Um and on, first on that list is Aprilia. So Aprilia, Aprilia's got to go. Aprilia has oh, to go. Yeah, we wait, just says wait. Aprilia the whole the whole as a company has to go. No, the Aprilia Electrica. Uh and i am going to go say that the Electrica is more electric vaporware. Like, I am so sick of companies, and Ducati surprisingly said they would never make an electric motorcycle. Boom. The next year, they come out with like, they say, hey, we're going to make all of the electric motorcycles for the Moto E championship starting in 2023. And within like six months, they had them, and they weren't Energica's rebatched as Ducati's. I was very surprised. So I don't know what the hell, but Aprilia, they've been doing shit with electric ever since 1975 uh well piaggio has and piaggio owns aprilia but they have the electrica and you know nobody nobody wants this vaporware shit if you have a real motorcycle just sell it and let's see how good it does do uh, harley did it if they could do it with the live wire electrica could be you know aprilia can put this out and let us let us be the judges for ourselves right i'm sick of seeing all these companies have electric bikes and they're just like renderings that look. It's hard to tell now with like Photoshop and then, you know, the really good photoshops. What's real and what's not? Um, and none of these bikes are real. So give up. No one cares. Uh, no one wants vaporware. And if you are going electric, use the Trofeo bodywork and not your stupid futuristic electrica. Like if you look at a cake, I will punch you in the eyeballs because they are so stupid. Like <laughs> they they, they, yeah. they just look dumb. And oh, they're
2: like a. They're like an electric bicycle with no pedals. Yeah, with no but pedals. You can't ride them on the street,
0: but you can't ride them on bike trails. Yeah. Like, yeah. And they're expensive. And they're expensive. So nobody wants that. Um, and people, if you're going to make a cool electric motorcycle, make it look cool, right?
4: Yeah, yeah. this looks pretty dumb. Yeah.
0: Yeah yeah i'm sorry but yeah so okay thanks so number one the electric has to go all the other apilias could stay and i love the v4s you know i love apilia i mean i love apilia race bikes and stuff so that that shit could stay but this vaporware i'm saying you're going electric just so people will will like you is not this passe baby uh the benelli so the trks all of them have to go all of the Benelli TRKs just because everyone else is doing an ADV bike and ADV is now like the cafe racer of 2009 the scrambler of 2014 uh and now ADV is the new thing ever since you know if Harley does it anyone could do it right Benelli your TRK I just say get rid of all of them get out of this niche market that you have do some more cool street bikes um that are like the Honda um, SL 500 rivals. Like they had this one called the Lanchino and the Caballero. Those were really cool, but I don't think they ever sold them here. Benelli has done. Benelli is a chi- Chinese company anyway. They design them in Italy still, but just like everything else, a Chinese firm bought it when they started to go under, and now they're just really just QJ or they're they're either QJ or um, hell, what that? What's the other big giant company in China wigs that makes um? bikes there's qj oh shit i don't know god there's like three of Oh, shinrae and one other i can't remember but um but yeah it's one of those major japanese or chinese companies that's just buying everything and rebadging it get rid of it and uh, don't make a stupid ADV bike just because everyone else is beta now beta is kind of crazy because beta is actually most famously known for their um they're uh what's it called they're uh for a while they were known for their uh, dirt bikes and trials bikes but what i'm gonna say is beta needs to get rid of the 390 rr-s why because we don't need another 390 um there's a 350 a 390 a 430 a 500 who do they think they are ktm making all these weird engine sizes so um don't be honda basically honda has like if you look at honda's lineup starting with the uh 50 cc ruckus and then like the the pcx 150 the pcx 160 the adv 150 like honda has like 10 cc gaps all the way up to their (laughs) thousand motorcycles you know like there's everything in between don't do that we don't need a we don't need a 350 a 430 and then something right in between right so i'm saying because of that and because we all know who the best 390 is it's ktm get rid of it beta agree or disagree I'm surprised they're not owned by KTM anyway. Yeah, exactly. They probably could. They could be, uh, Bimota. Um, we all love the Bimota, but the BX450 has to fucking go. Why? Because who wants a Kawasaki KX450 that's just red, white, and green? Um, I love Bimota. I love the crazy stuff they do. Everybody loves the crazy Tessie because it's got hub center steering and like, you know, two swing arms on it and it looks weird. Um, and this is your first, I think this is Bermuda's, Bermuda. I think this is Bermuda's first uh, sport uh, dirt bike. And I think it should be their last. And this is what happens when Kawasaki buys you. Kawasaki is fucking nuts. They are known to do some crazy outlandish shit, build the fastest bikes in the world. And now they're looking uh, to make a Bimoto dirt bike. I just don't like it. It needs to be buried in the backyard. Um, and then shit on. And then buried again.
2: Yeah, they're, like, a weird niche brand. Like, I didn't know Kawasaki owned them now, but I guess that's why they all have H2 motors in them. Uh But they still can't get them to run, even (laughs) though all the electronics are straight from the factory. Yeah. But, like, I mean, they do cool bikes, but they use a lot of Ducatis, and it was, like, you could get cool Vomotas. and right but they were so they're so niche like it's i don't know
0: yeah basically what Bimota has always done was take a bike that didn't run like if they had like they in the it didn't handle didn't it handle it not run the, yeah that <laughs> they didn't handle they would use the suzuki motors and the suzuki bike suck to make frames and suspensions that made that suzuki motor awesome same thing with the ducatis um and now with kawasaki's i mean the kawasaki's run and they handle if you watch world superbike they uh Ducat, or I mean, Kawasaki has been dominating for like the last century in the in, uh, world superbike. So I don't feel like Kawasaki needed to shit on Bimoda and make them make a dirt bike now. I mean, Kawasaki already has pretty good um, dirt bikes as it is. I don't know if Bimoda can actually make a frame that's going to make a dirt bike work better. I don't know. Kim, what do you think on that? I'm going to leave this up to you.
4: Uh, I was already looking at the BMWs that were coming up next.
0: Okay, perfect. <laughs> Yeah, fuck Bimoda. We shouldn't have been talking all about right. it that long. <laughs> so BMW. Um, can BMW, I like your notes on this. Can BMW just pick a model family to bury? Yes. So they started the craze of modular building back in the 2014, 15 area with the R9T. That started it all because they took that R9T and then they made an R9T Scrambler, an R9T GS, an R9T um, Pure, an r 9 you know, you name it, they made it. The R9T Racer, all of these things um, came off of one modular platform. Ever since they've run with it, much to the motorcycle media's chagrin. How about all the R18s? I want these to disappear. We already have too many cruisers. And BMW doesn't the R9T? The R18. Oh, uh, yeah. I, yeah. It's it a huge know. cruiser with... A boxer motor it's like a
2: 2100 cc boxer
0: motor yeah yeah so it's like a 1050 per cylinder fucking motor yeah and i mean even the big harleys are get are like not quite that big the, yeah. and the triumph rocket is 2300 2600 who knows what, what it is it's everyone's like cylinder. dude come on like who needs these big ass cruisers I see, I do see that the, the whole thing with the R18 was they're trying to go back to their original heritage. Maybe they they started this project long ago thinking about their 100th year anniversary, but I'm already over it. And they already did the same fucking thing with the R18. They have like the R18, the R18 classic, the R18, you know, doodad, the R18 Himmler, the R the R18 Knokflakka, the R18 Kraut blaster i don't know i'm making up these names right now i don't even think uh there any... should be one called the crowd blaster for yeah sure. <laughs> i was like wait why would they have one called the crowd blaster i was to think it's sauerkraut That's i don't one.
2: know why they didn't just base a cruiser off the gs 1250 motor i, mean, I don't know that is, i mean they do have that the... makes plenty of
0: horsepower that
4: thing's
2: right yeah. around 100 or a
0: little bit more yeah
2: like they don't do a bagger with it so why? Not? and honestly you could
0: yeah but they actually, do they have the freaking kind of the 2024 with the boxer motor um they're going to call it the Roxer or something like that. <coughs> and it's the R18 mm. with bags, yeah. which they came out with the K1600 bagger when they did the K1600 motor. And it looked like shit. They had Roland Designs help on What well, Wasn't it the that. K16, the inline six? Mm-hmm. yeah and so that's what i'm saying that's no, more of a Goldwing rival though yeah and they are, so they already have a bagger of that and then they are then they're kind of copying it with the r18s i just wish they would like just bury the whole r18 i'm sad they even came out with it it's been a controversial bike since it came out that's
2: what i like i'm agreeing with you that's why i think they should just do a cruiser based on the on yeah the, on the gs 1200 motor
0: yeah well they do have the um the r1200 rt which is still like the uh uh like the cops use that bike and that's a pretty good cruiser you know what i'm saying like that's exactly that is exactly like the gs motor in a cruiser and it works and now when the gs jumps up to 1300 the r is probably gonna uh the rt is gonna probably jump up to 1300 as well so there you go boom wiggins solved it thank you for this notes kim w- and wiggins solved it you you're guys welcome are, you guys are a wonder team uh buell i have so much to say about buell dear bill melvin Buell never made cru- when Buell owned it. He never made cruisers ever. Wiggins is getting attacked by a hummingbird. I think. Yeah. What is that? <laughs> uh, there was a hummingbird that came in here before you got here, but uh, I think that's a um, a death hornet or whatever the murder hornet. So Buell never, ever, ever, ever made cruisers. Buell Eric Buell ma- made you know took these crappy motors. He liked sport bikes. He liked. He sport was a bikes. He was a racer, and he liked sport bikes. Before he was hired by Harley, he was already taking shitty motors and doing what b does, building bikes around him, using the motors, building his own frames to make his stuff. Then he got hired by Harley, and he worked at Harley just to have some motors that he could build some sport bike frames around. I believe he actually worked for Harley before,
2: and then he left and did his own thing, and then went back as they kind of bought him up a little bit.
0: Yeah. Which was good. I don't know. I'm still bummed that Harley
2: shut down Buell anyway.
0: Yeah. I mean, a like- lot of people were but now that bill melvin bill melvin has taken over do you know he this especially is, as they build the pan america it's yeah like, Bet eric could have helped a yeah. little bit oh, and the fucking nightster that just came out that uses the um that the, same motor the bronx that was basically going to be the bronx like he's probably oh, that's the same motor as of pan america it's just different sizes yeah yeah the yeah revolution
2: x is that what they call it yeah
0: and he he they haven't ever come out with the bronx yet probably because eric buell no they
2: dropped the idea yeah. yeah
0: but then you look at like the um the indian ftr like the bronx would be great i know you know it's i know travis pastrana is like making that things all sorts of like you know popular and it's like and i know a lot of just because
2: indians actually spending good money in the right places
0: with marketing yeah well there you go harley can't figure that well also if you're going to jump a fountain at caesar's palace and jump buses with a relatively stock bike there's no harley the pan america will do it now but but, the, but it was the came out before the yeah, wasn't when he did that
2: huh it wasn't when he did that but i have to say so you're you're kind of talking about the super cruiser right that's your beef yeah i think putting all my disdain for rsd aside um first of all i think that bike is awesome
0: the super the super cruiser yeah all right I, I also hang think- on one sec. I need to turn Wiggins off. We're gonna get in a fist fight.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I also think that I'm um, with the the bagger racing and the dinas and the soft tails being ridden and um, upgraded in the fashion that they were, that it's a good fit and FXRs that I think the super is a good fit. Like and it's
0: a cool throwback
2: because Eric Buell did design the FXR. All right,
0: hang on. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold back my anger. Okay and say that now that cruisers are sport, are the new sport bikes, and baggers are the new I sport bikes. I wouldn't say that, but okay. you may have... Well, people are racing them. Yeah, for sure. You may have some. The so ironic I
2: part is you can't take that cruiser and race and roll in series because it makes more horsepower than an FTR. But like I digress, the bagger racing, that's like a side point. Uh, Not yet, but it could be... It, actually, it would go... So, honestly, the Buell would fit in the Pan America FTR class. Yeah. But Buell doesn't have, like, they could if they wanted to put a rider on one. I don't know what the rules are for that, but it's a water cooled American bike. So you're good to go. Yeah. But I do think the Super Cruiser is pretty rad. However, if you have money and you're going to go put a deposit down, know this go look at the prototype FTR and the production FTR. Oh, wow. And know that they are not the same.
0: Yeah.
2: Do not. Now, the Buell will be better because. Buell is not a production motorcycle company. It's a what do you call that? It's a fuck it's not quite a handmade company. Like it's not quite a fucking, you know, boutique. But it it is completely I would say it is boutique. Okay. So I mean with the new owners and stuff they got the price down I want to say they're coming in around 20 or 25 where they were like
0: 35 when it was EBR. Yeah. Um they bought and they did it they bought all of the tooling like they bought the actual yeah, machine from Eric. They're yeah. They're still Buells made on the same shit. Yeah.
2: yeah they they are. They're EBRs. I think they're detuned a little bit from the EBR era. Um, but know that if you go put your money down you're not getting that bike like even though it's a more boutique company than indian you're not going to get the same bike because the epa exists no matter who you are and if you're producing something like that and selling it as new it is not going to look exactly the same now that being said what what i really like that roland did was he used the buell wheels he used the
0: buell forks even used the buell swing arm which has a really cool look hopefully he put oil in it so what you're saying is he made a he made it used to made a bike that they could actually produce and it wouldn't cost other than like 5, the exhaust and some
2: other stuff. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what I think he did was probably charged him over a hundred grand to take one of their bikes and put it in an FXR frame. But again, I digress and, <laughs> and put a Harley tank on it right. and, and fender, but, to, then just but I do Buell like it. it. I like the look like I like, you know, it's, it's an FXR club style bike with a Buell motor in it, which is awesome. I mean, it, it's a cool idea. The way the radiator was integrated in the front looks really good. But, um, just know that if you put your money down for a deposit, you're not getting the bike that you're looking at currently. It can be pretty close, but it's going to have big, ugly turn signals on it. Like the sport bikes are able to hide that because they have big fairing. So they can kind of integrate the turn signals in the fairing. You're not going to be able to do that very well. The exhaust is going to be hideous. Not that you can't change that. I'm just saying it's not going to be the same. And if you look at the FTR prototype and the FTR production, I don't think it's going to be that big a difference, but it is going to be different. And I keep seeing Buell going, taking deposits, taking deposits, taking deposits on what? Because you're not taking deposits on that bike. And yeah. I don't know if they've given a full price yet. And I'm sure
0: some of the people giving deposits, that doesn't matter.
2: But again.
0: Yeah. And I know that they are selling bikes to people because. Um, well, they're selling their other bikes too. But just like Vimoda, it's like they hand make them and then sell them On small numbers, you know? Yeah, they don't make that many. And honestly, like I've said before, like, I think they're great.
2: Um, I love my air-cooled piece of shit, but it's pretty fucking rad. Um, And because I've had that bike literally down to the frame and back up, Eric was a, I always say he's like a mad scientist, and people may agree or disagree, whatever. Some of the stuff on that bike I look at, and I was like, this dude was a fucking genius. And some things I look at, and I'm like, why did you have to do it that way? Like, you just made it fucking hard. Mm-hmm. Like, the way the oil lines go in, like, nothing standard. Like, you, I, I guess AN fittings are expensive, but fuck, dude, you could have standardized some yeah. shit. They're, like, quick disconnect or something, too. Yeah, they are. Yeah. But then you got to find those little pins, and yeah. then they still don't stay in real well. And... You know what if because I did this? What if you want to add more oil cooling because yeah. it it fucking overheats. Like run an
0: oil cooler to wear on the side of the swing arm.
2: <laughs> you could run one in front of the in front of the frame. I mean, yeah. I put mine where the headlights went. You could do that a little bit if you want to be ugly, and I did want to be ugly because I was thinking like the XR twelve hundreds when they race them, they put them behind the number plate on the mm-hmm. forks, and that's what I was thinking like that eighties like CB seven fifty oil coolers like shit like that. That was like kind of my idea that I wanted, and I put it. Like literally, I cut off the headlights and mounted it right there so it like it's just a square where the headlights should be. But it's kind of ugly, but it was what I wanted. So but-
0: they had probably less of a design trouble if they had a, the because the bules haven't radically changed, so maybe they kind of already fit in a Harley frame.
2: Well, it's a different, you got to think, like I just saw a Superhawk motor in an FXR frame. And a couple of years ago, a guy did a Goldwing motor in an FXR frame. But the Superhawk didn't fit very well. Yeah. Because if you think about, so this is kind of, in my opinion, where Buell failed. But if you think about a Ducati and an RC51 V-twin, they're 90 degree V-twins. The front cylinder is relatively straightforward. It's almost straightforward. I guess the RC's got a little bit of angle. The Ducatis are about, they're pretty straightforward. That's why they call them an L-twin. Because it's like, almost well because it's a 90 yeah they call them an l because the ducati is like almost straight up and straightforward Yeah, yeah, yeah. but they are 90s like honda and ducati in racing figured out that the best angle for a v-twin is 90 degrees eric buell decided to shit on the japanese who won fucking everything especially honda and the italians and go i'm gonna do a 65 degree v-twin it's better and, like, again, I think he's a mad scientist. I think he's a fucking genius. I think he did a lot of things super cool. I listened to an interview with him about the uh, perimeter break. And his reasoning made sense. But I think if it was as much better as he says it is, the Japanese would also do it. Yeah. That.
0: There's a lot of people but, that switch those out. Yeah, he was teams. like,
2: uh, uh, fuck, who wrote it at the end? Yeah. Um, the guy that uh, he's even racing hooligan now because he'll, Eslick? Race Eslick, he'll race anything. He's, with so, he's the bike. last
0: guy to win on that in 2009 when Buell won the uh, AMA. Also,
2: slow your roll with Buell winning a fucking AMA. <laughs> they took an 11.25 and won a 600 uh, class. At the same time, wait. Ducati was in a 11.99, had to run a thousand class.
0: Mm. I didn't realize it was a super sport class, I guess. Yeah, no, it was
2: AMA totally handed that to him. They go, oh, yeah, we'll let you run the 600 class fuck that i don't i 100 yeah. disagree with that ruling but i guess i don't run the ama and i didn't want an american company to win i don't really care like i want him to win but again he could have built at the time he could have built a 1200 you know and the 1125 r's made really good power but ducati when they first went to twins or when ama first went to thousands ducati was running a 1098 but I think they were allowed to go 1198 or 1200 and run with a thousand four cylinders. Eric could have taken his 1125, done a quote R version, even though they called them 1125 R. He could have done a fucking 1125 RR, made it an 1199.
0: Cause I was gonna say the R stood for Roadster and the CR stood for Cafe Racer. Uh, rr would have been the way to go for right racing. and they
2: had a buell um xb rr uh-huh. it was a totally different motor they didn't make a lot of them yeah but like he could have done that he could have went to 1200 and then he could have got spanked by thousands fairly yeah instead he took an 1125 because ducati was able to race like the 800s in the 600 class mm-hmm. but not an 1125 yeah. and don't give me bullshit about well it's a 65 degree it doesn't matter if it's a v-twin and you wanted 65 degrees then you pick 65 degrees. If it doesn't win because you pick 65, that's on you. It's still a dual overhead cam, four-valve, water-cooled V-twin. Shouldn't be with 600s, but I
0: digress. And I know there's a (laughs) power-to-weight ratio thing going on because we did it even with the two-strokes and four-strokes back in the day. But yeah,
2: And maybe, I don't know if they made them way more, but it's still like when the rules are set up a certain way, don't let someone come in and totally... Do that just because of it's an American company or whatever, like yeah. you know, because it was it, it just it, and then what happens is you lose the Japanese interest, which you need because they've been with you since the beginning. And where's Buell at with racing now? Well, and uh, actually at that climbs. time he was with Harley <laughs> Davidson. So where's that at? Where is that company? Yeah. It doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. So you shouldn't cater to
0: them. You shouldn't yeah. cater to anyone like that. The but. current Buell company is really good at hill climbs. Um, it's but, a cool,
2: like, it's kind of cool that's on their website and you can supposedly order it.
0: Yeah, yeah, you can. So, Kim, are you dead? Yes, <laughs>
4: <laughs> drinking. Sorry. Okay, every time uh, you say motorcycle, I take a shot.
0: Nice, nice. You are would you?
2: be long gone by now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, we don't
0: really save the word motorcycle much. Yeah, maybe. we that'll be the Bike. next next week's word of the week would be motorcycle. And if you say it, you have to take a shot. Yeah, um, yeah. So, what do you think of the what do you think of the Super Cruiser, or whatever the fuck they call it? I don't know what they call it the <laughs> Super Cruiser, the the new Buell Cruiser.
4: It's interesting. I I'm not gonna lie; like, I can't. I don't know enough to. It's it's intriguing to me, like, because I hear so many good things about Buell. Just doesn't I guess, it just look like a Harley. Up. What?
0: So, doesn't it just look like a Harley though to you?
4: Uh, like a cheaper version. I mean, it looks like a soft tail. like like um. Wiggins said, like a club style, yeah, China, yeah, like a cheaper, like you're a broke ass club style. I don't
2: know. <laughs> yeah, okay,
4: but All no, right. I I like the idea, so I she don't
2: probably cost Buell 120 grand too. Yeah, <laughs> well,
0: since since Plus the donated bike, I don't think I, thinking about it from a racing perspective, since Buell is a racing company, basically, I am gonna change my mind on this with Bagger Racing League being an actual like, and and a lot of people are racing cruisers now maybe i should maybe i should rethink these i mean notes. i agree with what you're saying like
2: eric wanted sport bikes eric <clears throat> wanted canyon carvers eric wanted to go racing <clears throat> even when he had to cheat and have an 11 25 and 600s <clears throat> <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> but buell as a company needs to sell motorcycles or they will be gone again right and if this is a way for them to sell motorcycles like honda builds cruisers yeah you know, like harley built well they don't really build a sport bike harley builds an adv bike even though that's not
0: them like
2: so if even, it's gonna
0: sell bikes it's gonna sell bikes so even though i don't want to talk about bimota anymore you think they should sell dirt bikes now and cruisers i think they should sell bikes that run
2: mm-hmm. but again they're a they're a pricey niche and I yeah. don't know a lot about them, but don't they have a rich racing history too? Or am I thinking Kadiva? That's
0: the thing. Bimota won a lot of races because they took good motors that didn't handle and, and put sh- them in frames. That yeah, I mean, there's a lot of that. Kadiva was the same way, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that
2: I don't know. I mean that that is what it is. Like I think in the motorcycle world, there's a lot of those companies that that's
0: how they can get by. Yeah, that's how they can survive. Like, well, Buell can survive because they're kind of doing it as a hobby. This motorcycle company uh i'm sure they still have shareholders they still
2: have to profit maybe maybe. like they're not gonna run at a deficit um you know and they have i really like their new bikes and they're at a pretty decent price point Mm -hmm. i'm just not in the market for a new sport bike um but they have a naked one that's pretty cool too like you know i don't know how it compares to like a ktm 1290 but it's pretty rad like i think they're doing a lot of cool stuff yeah my question is and i like i like this about ducati i like this about KTM does the same thing. I like companies, motorcycles especially, because car companies kind of do it, you just don't know it, that use kind of a modular motor system where several bikes have the same motor. Mm -hmm. Like, dude, if I blow a rod out of my KTM, it'd be a lot of wiring, but I can put a 990 motor in it. I can put a 950. I could probably put an RC8 motor in it. You know, like there's that LC8 V-twin. If I put a car, if I find another carbureted one somewhere, it's probably a bolt-in motor. Mm Mm-hmm and that's really cool and you can go to like ktm still not a big company you can go to a dealership and you can get parts for like when i bought my crash ducati right i needed a clutch basket well it was like an 05 monster s1000 air-cooled v-twin but the clutch and the clutch cover and the clutch basket and all that stuff was the same as the s4 water-cooled it was the same as the what would have been in that era, the 10, the yeah, 1098 or something like that. Like they were all the same parts. And if I wanted to hang a radiator, I could pull that motor out and put a water cooled four valve motor in, in that frame. Like I really like that stuff and it makes sense. And I think that's good on Buell for trying to do that more. My, so,
0: do you love BMW then? Cause that's like all they do. I like that they do that. <laughs> and honestly, I man, I
2: one of my biggest motorcycle regrets is not buying a, r1100s i think it was mm. the old boxer cup bike mm-hmm. but it wasn't the boxer cup paint. it was a black one mm. my buddy had bags for it he had this bitchin fucking exhaust on it and uh he shot me a good deal but it was like right before i bought my harley mm. and if i was smart i should have waited on my harley but anyway it was a badass sport touring bike like super fun i yeah. like i also i mean we've talked about this on the show before i like air cold v twin harleys i like beamer opposing twins like the six cylinder beamer doesn't do anything for me, and obviously I like six cylinders, but it just it's not an opposing twin, and yeah. I like opposing twin beamers. But yeah, I mean I think you that's... should get an old Goldwing
0: or you know the Boxer Goldwing. Oh, all of them are boxers, mm-hmm. just whether it was a full. Yeah, or that's a six. true. There's not a not boxer Goldwing. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm I hope you don't hate what I what what KTMs and Ducatis I pick then. <laughs> <laughs> but
2: so, I, I also think with Buell my question is where do you go in 5 more years? Do you just bump up the displacement of the same motor that at this point in 2023 is 10 years old? When did the 1125 come out? Yes, over 10 years yeah, ago. Yeah, I think cuz I they, remember watching it at uh, Fontana.
0: Yeah, I mean they definitely the 1125 came out in 2009. Yeah, so right now you're dealing with a 15-year-old motor. But I think they've redesigned some of their motors. Uh, Maybe they've redesigned aspects because remember, Buell was the 1190. The new ones are 1190. That's a CC, that's not a redesign. Yeah, I think they, but I'm saying, I think they I mean, that's like when they, a
2: yeah. twin cam Harley. And don't get me wrong, twin cam Harley motor lasted 15 years, the Evo lasted 15 years, but the twin cam Harley it started as like an 80 or 88, and then they had a 96, then they had a 103, and then they had, a I think, a 107, and then a 110. It's all the same motor, mm-hmm. and then you redesign it and you come out with the Milwaukee 8. So that's my question for Buell. What's next for you? Um, Do you totally
0: redesign that motor? Um, I think they did when they went to the 1190s, because I think it was based on a Rotax when it was 1125, and I think now it's based on their own design. The
2: Rotax 1125 was Eric's own design, but it was built by Rotax. But he went in, so because a lot of people thought when it came out, he went in and used the Aprilia Rotax motors, um, which may have been smart. I don't know. But the Aprilia was not 65 degrees. I think it was different. Um, and he went over and said, nope, this is what I want. I want to do it this way, um, which I respect. But also, I don't know if that's always the smartest. Again, he was trying to build a road race bike with a 65 degree
0: V-twin. I was going to say, yeah. Again, and it was proven that that wasn't the best and set. How many bules do you see on the track ever now? <laughs> you actually see older. Har- har- yeah, I mean, so- because of the
2: Super Hooligans, I think it'd be smart to buy an 1125, like one of the original ones. But you have to buy one of the CR ones, and there's not a lot of them. Mm-mm. And then if you crash it, where do you get parts for them?
0: Yeah, you don't, because Buell definitely doesn't make old. Legacy I think parts. the motor
2: stuff a lot of them interchange, or you could toss a new motor in it. But um, I, I just I wonder with that, like it may have had a couple of refreshes, like say it had bad oiling to something, and they refreshed something inside yeah. of it,
0: but it wasn't a total redesign. I just want to say motorcycle a couple of times so we can drink.
4: <laughs> Maybe they'll be <laughs> like... coming out with like a trike or. Well, they are
0: coming out with new models. They got the Hammerhead, and then they're like we can see the ADV bike. What's the Hammerhead? I think that's where I think that's where Buell's going. Is they already have that? That's Baja. their sport bike, right? The Hammerhead. The Hammerheads are new. Like I think the Hammerhead might be their naked naked okay, bike. Okay, but they've had a naked bike for a while, so it's still not new. And then they, they have the, the name. ADV bike, which they have showed renderings which I don't know if they're real or not they have that but freaking, they haven't actually
2: released anything they just showed yeah they I wonder the, if they can use Ulysses as a name they <laughs> probably, probably, or if probably owns it
0: owned by Harley yeah they just got the Buell name from Harley oh yeah that's right they had just to buy recently, that but I Harley. think the model names they still are trademarked but um they have that 1190. Baja bike that you can race, so they have like a dirt bike that's on the 1190 plus a hill climber. I thought that was a hill climber, I didn't see they're both 1190. They do both okay, yeah. But the hill climber has the swing arm where the Baja bike oh, okay. does it. It's basically the hill climber with a different swing arm, yeah. It's like a dirt bike chassis with
2: and it's kind of cool, but it looks like a oh, the fucking, Dune it looks racer? Like, yeah, yeah, the it looks Dune like racer the I, built it or something like it looks like a hooligan dirt bike,
0: yeah. And I think that's where they're going, it's just more bikes really. But I think the thing with those is they're super, super,
2: super niche. And hill climbers are fucking hillbillies, and they don't have money <laughs> for a hill climb Buell. They'd rather take an old fucking GS 1100 air cooled motor and stuff in their old Honda CR 250. Out. Yeah.
0: Well, what Buell does is they probably their factory team because there's one guy that's winning right now. Yeah, but, but factory teams don't sell bikes. You they don't sell bikes. bikes. You give them the bikes, right? That's how they're that's how they're winning the hill climbs because they have to keep their name in the in the thing. Yeah. So we got to move on. Uh, I, I thought Buell would be the le- I thought Buell would be the shortest one. It's literally one sentence. <laughs> Can Am. Uh, so Can Am. I got two categories on this one on the motorcycles, bro. Where are the motorcycles? Yeah, so I don't
4: even see them.
0: Yeah, you have to go back about
4: A two years, years.
0: <laughs> to see when Can Am was saying that they're. They gave model names and everything, and they were electric bikes. Can-Am was huge. In the 70s, they were the motorcycle company to race if you were in a motocross. They won everything only for a couple of years until Honda started racing. The Elsinore. <laughs> yeah, Honda started racing the Elsinore, um, and then Suzuki, like the Japanese, came in. But Can-Am was the name in the very first uh, motocross bikes. Uh, went in everything, but and then they went away. So where are the motorcycles? Harley has a QJ bike right now. Honda has four hundred uh, bikes that are under six hundred and fifty cc's that are all cheap and they're made all over from from being made in Japan to being made in China. Why can't Can Am get something on the showroom floor? Where are the motorcycles that you promised us two years ago? And we haven't heard a peep. And and they were electric, but everybody's talking about electric now too. Aprilia for fuck's sake. So where's these goddamn electric bikes at? It's been two years, and you had rendering. That's what I'm saying is vaporware. So where are the Can-Am motorcycles? And as far as the spiders, let's get rid of the Riker Sport and the Riker Rally models. Or no, actually, no. Use the Riker Rally model. I read your notes wrong, Kim. Use the Riker Rally model. (laughs) To All catapult right. into an ADV model, since everybody's doing ADV, you could have an ADV Riker that's a little bit less massive than the. I don't know if you've seen like the um, the FTs or the RTs. They're basically like rolling motorhomes, like a Goldwing or like a Ultra mm. Ultra Limited. But I mean, it's a trike.
2: If someone's legs don't work very well, they don't need to be
0: ADVing. <laughs> no that's the perfect reason they can't ATV. so you need to build this can-am spider uh and quit ra- r- quit wasting the Riker body on uh and i like their i don't like but i'm saying i think their touring models of the
2: solution i think if you're old or whatever reason and you need a trike save money off a harley save money off whoever else makes trikes, a Goldwing conversion and get one of those like the tadpole setups probably a lot better design and why not like
1: yeah.
0: I think if you gotta buy a track, that's the way to go. So do you know about the Can Am uh the Quad? I forget what the fuck it's called. I'm looking it up right now because I, I have to know. But basically this, they already have a quad, and it's not the outlander that I'm thinking of. It's some crazy oh, the renegade. Oh my god. If you look at a um if you look at a Can Am Renegade, this thing looks like one of those things that like the mud weasels from Mississippi take down into the you know, and that they float across rivers and shit, and go mudding in. It looks like a swamp buggy. So if you take a um, Can Am Renegade and just take the wheels oh off of that, God. off of that ATV, and um,
4: uh, it looks like a rhinoceros.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna show Wiggins here. I'll get the pickup right here.
4: Like, go so, to the wild animal park.
0: Yeah. So check this thing out take that take the wheels off of that and put it on your can-am Riker street vehicle and now you have the perfect adv trike
2: no but that
0: four-wheeler's rad <laughs> yeah because a lot of the
2: four-wheeler companies are doing those like weird lifted like mudding weird ones
0: yeah can-am and polaris specialize yeah. in these oh things. yeah dude those yeah. hillbillies love that shit
2: yeah but as far as putting on a strike a trike with plates and calling it adv no way
0: dude you have to that's the only way for can-am adv's hot right now everyone's doing dude but if your legs don't work you shouldn't be adv <laughs> what's well, the only way you can i cry uh i cried double uh uh double negative on wiggins is uh oh you can just throw that board out of the way Wiggs. uh he's yeah he, yeah they're dead he's gonna come hit me with the board in a minute that's the little, the little thing we do to tell each other uh you know how we're doing on the show um so, yeah. Uh, Ducati. Well, Wiggins is out taking a pee. I'm going to try to power through uh, six brands right now because I should have known Buell was going to take up a whole hour. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, Ducati. Uh, this note goes straight out to Claudio Domenicali. Can you please bury the Diavel and the ex-Diavel and make a gulp dirt bike? Right? Would you like to see a Ducati <laughs> dirt bike? Bimota's making one. Intrigued. They're doing that thing and it uh, the note says it kind of sucks. Did you write that or did I write that?
4: I don't know. It has triple X's, so I probably wrote it.
0: Yeah, hell yeah. It sucks. Uh, but you can do it, right? But better because Ducati, you know, who wouldn't want to see a little V-twin dirt, dirt bike? Uh, <laughs> and Maybe may a reasonably sized ADV bike that's not just another version of the Scrambler. But then I realized they already do have the Desert X. So uh, that's my stupid. Smaller than the Multistrada and the Desert X um i don't know so they have a monster and a hyper motard to work with they got plenty of motors they don't need a fucking cruiser like the Diavel. so let's get rid of Diavel ducati and just work on cool bikes from now on yeah. harley
2: davidson but the Diavel is doing i think it's the sales are good i don't know and it's you know again it like fast enough i know if if ducati's got <laughs> <laughs> if, like why does Ducati only allow to export bikes why can't they make their little cruiser
0: yeah, yeah, I would take that. I would take a Ducati Cruiser. Didn't That's they used... what the Diavall is. It's a Cruiser. No, it's like a power Cruiser, though. Yeah, I'm but saying, it's a Cruiser, didn't... It's which is perfect because you're Ducati. But you don't Ducati... need like an
2: air-cooled, shitty
0: Cruiser. Didn't you, Ducati used to have a shitty air-cooled Cruiser called like the um, Grand know. America or something like that? They had a like lot that? of shitty bikes. Why would you name it America if you're Italian?
2: Well, because you I mean, Ferrari them. has a car called the Californian. I can't figure that out It's because
0: all. they love the... Op- they don't have open roads with chicks in bikinis like we do here in... Um, california uh harley davidson please get rid of the pan america it's a great bike for a few months but it's not even in his harley davidson's historical wheelhouse they could make the bronx which thanks to eric buell actually makes sense which is also not in their historical wheelhouse but they did used to race krs back in the day and yeah, but the KRs turned into the XRs, which they also raced on dirt and street racing. Racing is part of Harley Davidson's wheelhouse. They've done it ever since. All motorcycles look like bicycles. ADV never has been in Harley Davidson's wheelhouse because that's a fairly new. But that's a fairly until new fifteen hand. years ago, twenty years ago, it was in no one's fucking well, wheelhouse. BMW's wheelhouse, and Kajiva, actually the elephant. You remember that, like the Dakar rally bikes? Yeah, like, were basically what adv bikes kind of came from. i think the pan
2: america is doing well it's very interesting i see a bunch of um, harley influencer chicks riding them because they get them for free to go ride yeah yeah um, Here's i this. see a lot of but i do see a lot of harley people riding them and my question for is how long well yeah because that's what's funny is like you have these like hardcore like harley harley people right who never have ridden anything else and now harley builds an adv bike so they're gonna get one like You could have bought a different ADV bike a long time ago. You know know I didn't
0: buy one a long time ago because I didn't have any fucking money. That's why BMW made the R18 because they're like, oh, Harley's going to jump in our fucking game. We're going to jump because BMW GS, we're going to jump in Harley's game with the cruisers.
2: Harley's doing okay marketing the um, PA. I've heard it's good.
0: It's got some cool stuff. It does have some cool stuff. But it's not. It's also technically challenged. It they they do break down a lot. And you probably will never hear that from anybody from Harley, because you never hear anybody begging. Dude, on I know that people running break...
2: super hooligans in them are blowing the fuck out of them. Yeah. They have some weird stuff with them. I guess right before Rev Limiter, um, some engineer I guess heard the term like banging the Rev Limiter. So and they
0: literally wanted to bang So
2: down. no, so to <laughs> soften when you hit the Rev or hitting the Rev Limiter, right? So from what I understand and this comes on pretty good authority, like mechanics that work on them, that but right before the rev limiter, the motor leans out mm. so that it doesn't slam against the rev limiter.
0: Right. Well, it kind of tapers Speaking down.
2: to any Harley engineer that may be listening, and I know a couple of you might be, um, a oh, rev limiter yeah. is not a physical thing that you slam into. <laughs> a rev limiter on every bike that I know about is, the is a spark cut. Oh, okay. No, on okay. okay, on old bikes, it's floating
0: the valves. <laughs> floating the valves. <laughs> but it's a
2: spark cut. It's just an ignition cut. It's mm-hmm. not a physical thing. Now, out of the exhaust pipe, it makes a lot of noise. And as racers, we like to say, I was banging the rev limiter, or I slammed it up against the rev limiter, or whatever. It's not a physical thing. So you don't need to lean out the motor to soften how hard it hits the rev limiter. So what's happening is, I don't know where it redlines. We'll say 9,500, and we'll say it leans out at 9,000 racers like to run shit up to the at like 93 yeah, fucking 100 say, rpm limit. <laughs> which is leaning them out for long periods of time mm. or longer periods of times in conditions where they're already hotter than they should be they're already stressed a lot more than they should be and they're blowing them up like yeah. they're fucking burning them down yeah and okay the team that gets paid by harley to race them that's one thing although you're not putting a good show on for people who might want to go buy one but i've seen people where i'm like you didn't get that bike for free you went and bought a fucking twenty five thousand dollar thirty thousand dollar pa and blew it up on race weekend to go run roland's fucking series where you had to run a different airbox to kill the horsepower because it makes more horsepower than a fucking ftr yeah although it is 50 cc's more so you just you give it a cc limit is all you got to do yeah. But whatever um so it's kind of weird, but I think they should keep it. I think it's a great bike. Technology-wise, it has suspension that when you shut the bike off, it, like, lowers.
0: Yeah, that, it's, that's one thing when you come to a stop, too. When you mm-hmm. you stop, it lowers, and when you start. So for lower, smaller riders, that's great. And this is all great, and and I think Ducati, it might be one of the only other companies that has that on their Multistrada. I have heard from uh, the mechanics as well. Uh, I forget what they wrote in to me about. They, the something was their a tech at a dealership and in the first like i mean harley davidson had like recalls on that's how they knew how many got sold the first year because harley didn't say how many got sold they just said we were sold the most adb bikes in the in the world globally but we found out how many they sold because the very next year all of them got recalled for i forget what the reason was but there's a service tech that wrote into the show and was like yeah i fixed the blah 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 on these on the reg and i forget what it is something stupid just like with the harley like brake light switches that like malfunction the abs and shit because they're like you know too close to the muffler or like they were the wrong length fucking spring yeah. or some shit there's always something or like yeah uh,
2: i don't yeah. know again maybe the engineers and harley people that listen can straighten us out how many hours on a motor dyno did that motor spin like yeah or did an engineer design it and go, "This is going to work." Let's throw it in a motorcycle. Like, well,
0: when Matt Levitic was still the uh, CEO, it was announced, so they had plenty of time to work on it. That and the Livewire, remember, they, that was they were announced like a good five years before they ever came out. Yeah. So I know they must have had the motor around, and it's the same one as it's in the Sportster S. And I. It is. It's I the imagine. same base. Like it's just.
2: My thing is like. And it's, it's gotta be expensive cause you've got to make it from fucking billet to test it like that. Right. Mm. But how hard was it tested? Because typical, like I remember dude, like my Harley, I put a, I could have done the top end, but it was, I found a one Oh three for the same fucking money. So I put a brand new one Oh three in it and I got the bottom end fresh too. But like people who ride air cooled Harleys are like, yeah, I had to rebuild my bike at 60,000 miles. So I punched her out a little bit. Like. And I own Harleys, but who the fuck is okay with rebuilding the top end at sixty five thousand miles? <laughs> yeah, like a fucking Honda CBR that makes one hundred and sixty fucking horsepower, <laughs> that's and you're up. good for two hundred thousand miles yeah. if you do valve jobs. You're done at like,
0: sixty five at break. That's your breakage, dude.
2: RC fifty. There's how many hundred thousand mile RC fifty ones yeah. out there? Uh, it's a fucking world superbike champion bike.
0: Everyone that wasn't crashed to obliteration. Basically, yeah, dude. There's still- a lot of yeah. them
2: because a lot of people ride them. You know, still that love them, like I dude, I just sold mine with 20 thou. And like, if I had more time to ride it, it would have had more, but yeah, like it
0: just, the, it's just
2: it's kind of crazy. But one,
0: it, one of the guys that is in the hog uh, group also saw every single well, he saw a lot of people buy the Pan Am's when they first came out, and everyone said they're they are a great bike till how long? Everybody that got one in his hog group has sold them, and he's moved to Nevada now, and in Nevada there's a bunch of guys getting turning theirs and it seems like they were good for a couple years and i don't know what it is the longevity the the motor issues whatever they are i got a
2: buddy that had one and sold it but he had a ton of miles on it and he buys and sells bikes gotcha like he so he bought a new tramp tiger 1200 yeah because they revamped it right yeah he's got a honda africa twin but he's had a bunch of triumphs like and that's what he like. He buys a new bike, he rides it a few years, and he and he gets rid of it. So it so was to me. It was just had a life Harley cycle. ADV,
0: but I doubt he'll ever go back to a Harley ADV. I don't know. You and know.
2: I got another friend of the one, but he doesn't have too many miles on it. Like um, from what
0: I heard, they were pretty. good. I mean, I the reviews were great on them, but the the,
2: what, the longevity is always a question.
0: What the yeah? You, what you need to do is go to the next year when they when they have the long term mm-hmm. test. Go to one of those magazines that's still around that does long term tests, and those are the ones you need to pay attention to.
2: And a lot of the people that I see riding them. A, didn't pay for him, or B, a lot of them, and this isn't for everyone, because I know, especially one of the chicks puts a lot of miles down, but, one and people are doing pavement tours on them.
0: Yeah. Like, it is hard to judge if you only ride it for, like, six months, and then you give it back or something like yeah. that. Like, that's also hard. And it's an
2: ADV bike. Make. Like, it needs to be getting dirty. Exactly. Hardly and now my it... buddy that sold his, he... He rode the fuck out Carly of an off-road, Harley doesn't need too. an
0: ADV bike. They need something that competes with the FTR.
2: They also need that. And with that motor. Which too a rally
0: edition, too. So, they're, so they're, the FTRs are getting in with the Ducati Scramblers and all that shit. Too, yeah, you know to me, saying?
2: it doesn't compete much, even with the Scrambler. The thing you have over the Scrambler, though, is the Scrambler is not an Italian Ducati. It's a Taiwan Ducati. But a lot of people don't care, and they've had good results as far as longevity, so people are buying them. Mm-hmm. But the FTR Rally, like they didn't change the wheel size. I don't think they just put kind of chunky tires on it. Yep.
0: They're and still. I don't even know if they're 1917s. I think they're maybe added a little bit of suspension travel. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, they did add a little suspension travel. But Harley Davidson, either either get rid of the Pan Am, make a make a Bronx, which you can compete with the FTR, the make thing- a Rally Edition. Just it, all that stuff. I feel like. See, I say keep the Pan Am, but still make a Bronx. Ah, uh, I because I say even, even the V Rod. Like you, you had some wacky bikes. You've never had an ADV bike. You had some wacky bikes in the past, it's, even if people didn't like them. The ADV bike is something yeah. you've never had. And we got to move on to Honda because uh, I no know a seven-hour hour show. Because so,
2: yeah. even the V Rod's a good example of they designed this motor that, to all my knowledge, is a fucking bitching motor. They didn't oh, design yeah. it. Porsche did. But they, they put it in an ugly bike that at the time they released, it wasn't that bad. But when the bike went out of style, they kept it in that bike. They never put the v ride motor in a bagger frame. Like, why not? You got this 130 horsepower or something, 1300 that's reliable and water cooled. Why not put it in a bagger? They never did. Like that's on them and their fucking design team. Yeah.
0: Well, the V Rod muscle, like it was a muscle cruiser, and it could have been so much. I agree, it could have been yeah. so much. And now, what are the Milwaukee Eights? They're all kind of water cooled because they realize no, and they they're making just how much power when they
2: do water cool, them, they just cool the heads only. That's true. Yeah, it's not a true water
0: cooled. Yeah, that's true. but it is a four
2: valve. I mean, it's a push rod, but it's still a it's a four valve yeah. head. Like, yeah, I I relate the V Rod more to the Pan America motor. Um, yeah but they never put it in an ADV bike. They never put it, even if they would have put it in a bagger or a Dyna chassis or something like that, they never did that. And they had everything to do it even. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's a prototype hidden in a fucking corner somewhere. Well, there right? is,
0: but are they going to make, I don't think they're going to make it. Cause I think that Matt Levitich had all these ideas and they're like, listen, dude, look at, look at your ideas and look at the money that we're like losing every year. Like well, one has to balance out the other. If they made a, if they made a Bronx, they could put Buell out of business again. <laughs> <laughs> this <time from> a- <laughs> I
2: think the, th- the problem you're going to have with Buell and Harley is it's a different customer.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Like my income level, if I was going to buy a new bike, I could maybe afford a Buell if that was my
0: only motorcycle. Kim, how many kids did you have before you bought your Harleys? did you have how many kids did you have to sell i guess
4: (laughs) i used to have 12 kids now uh, i have two dude
0: yeah so 10 it's a 10 kid bike you know but the harley would have been like uh you know
2: the bronx would be a different price point it would be it needs to be more an ftr price yeah yeah Yeah,
4: i started with honda and worked up to harley
0: honda's next i don't know if i would say up but honda's next (laughs) across so Maybe. Yeah, because Honda does make some bitchin' bikes. Honda, of all the bitchin' bikes that you have, please bury the NC750X. Hear me out. Hear no, me I out.
2: don't totally disagree, because they haven't done anything
0: with it. Yes, exactly. The NC750X is probably better than the CB500X. However, it's the only 7... Get this. And at least in America, it's the only 750 in their lineup. They have from 50ccs to 1050 or 11, 1100, and then I don't even know what the... Uh, Goldwing is it's it's like eighteen hundred, and it's the only fucking seven fifty that they have. They got rid of the other NC cruisers, you know. The years problem ago. with
2: the NC seven fifty X compared to the CB five hundred X is what it is. Um, they again back to being modular and simple. Yes, it's not. It's the a CB five hundred X one hundred percent different bike. Yes, yes. if they would have designed the motors similar. And design the mounting points similar and had a very similar bike, but with a 750, it would make sense. But they didn't. It's a 100%
0: different. Yeah. And it's the only 750 for some reason. It's not even a sleeved, like the 650s aren't even sleeved down 750. They're just, they're totally different. Yeah. Everything's different on them. And supposedly, I
2: so I was looking into them before I got my KTM as like kind of a cheap ADV bike. And they're not as cheap as I would like them to be for what they are. Yeah, I think they look cool. I'm sure they ride okay. They're super easy to work on. They have the old screw, old school like screw and lock nut valve adjustment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you can get to it real easy in the front cylinder. And I'm, or both of them are front. It's a parallel. A parallel yep. So you can get to them pretty easily to maintain them. Um, where the gas tank looks like it would go. You can fit a whole helmet. Like they've mm-hmm. got some really cool things, yep. but you're right. It's a weird displacement in a weird niche and it's and the it's, same and it's not a good adv bike it no. just looks like an adv bike.
0: Uh, yeah it's basically it's the got exact mags same on it as the cb500x just a little bigger
2: and when chris and i were in columbia we saw a dude on a cb500x and mm-hmm. i was like
0: dude those spokes are right no he fucking had spokes put on yeah it. like that's the thing they you can come get a rally mags. raid kit for either bike and it's the same so why not here's the thing the cb500x in 22 got dual front discs and the cb750 didn't like get any upgrades it got dual front discs got it got like adjustable abs where you could just turn off the now what back
2: for off road like honda just talked about or just teased a
0: uh mini africa twin right um it's been in they it it was talked about a little while ago but i don't think there's anything actually coming out
2: but what displacement was that the trans
0: alp was 800 and okay. Came, I mean, it came out in Europe, but I mean, I don't think it's going to come over here.
2: So, why not totally kill the NC700 and only it. have the Trans yeah, Alp? Yeah, have the Trans Alp. But I
0: think that was an 800. What I
2: wanted to say as you talked about Levitic and Harley, is when you have people running the country, a company that aren't 100% motorcycle people and they're only or they are 100% businessmen, like you have those dumb decisions where it's like, yeah, if there's an 800 Trans Alp, why make the NC 700 and have it in the States? Why not just have that bike both places yeah. and sell more numbers of the one bike yep. like, or vice versa? Like, again, I don't know what motor they put in the 800. I don't know how it changes from the 750. The 750 was not a high horsepower 750. Um, you know, not like the, um, the Yamaha 700
0: Tenere. Yeah. But- well, speaking of the Tenere, Yamaha just made the R7 sport bike and yes. Suzuki still and they have had the
2: seven, MT07 naked on the same platform, yeah, similar platform, Suzuki, same motor.
0: Suzuki but. still have 750s, but this parallel 750, if you made a sport bike, at least you would have some parity there. But there's no other thing that there's compares it So just get rid of it, yeah, bury it. I agree, 100. Get rid All of right. that fucking.
2: And I really like that bike. Fucking dump it.
0: Yeah, dump it. varna please for Why, fuck's dump, sake. KTM, dump them. KTM, dump us. Oh, just we're just doing bikes, our whole companies. We're doing bikes. Please bury the spart pillin four oh one. I'm just now re- realizing that that's Svart, the weird like futuristic. No, there's that a seven oh one? The weird futuristic like cafe looking. The spart pillin's a little bit like that. The okay. vit pillin, yeah, maybe maybe it was a vit pillin. Spart pillin, they're they're both kind of wacky looking, but spart is just like schwarz, which means black. So spart pillin means black arrow, but it's leaving a black mark on the review cards. <laughs> it's basically a three ninety duke, but it sounds bigger. Sounds like it's four oh one. Is uh, it the same motor, probably? It does. It shares most of the 390 Duke's components and running gear, actually. Okay. So yeah, it's which is smart. The Again,
2: KTM likes to do kind of that modular yeah. system, and I, I. Maybe it's cuz my background is manufacturing but I fully support the modular yeah. setup. Yeah.
0: It, it even includes the sh- the chassis, but it's all shipped from India according to uh, Motorcycle News. So if you're getting a Duke 390 at a higher price tag, but at least it's assembled in Austria if you get the Duke. So <laughs> I think they're assembled in Austria. Maybe those are assembled in India as well. But yes, so just get rid of the fucking 401s. All of these 400cc bikes actually from no matter from Honda now as well. Honda's making a few bikes in China this year and anything that was a KL X or KX, I forget what it was. KLX, well, when I looked at the VIN numbers from uh, last year, was made in India. Uh, so Kawasaki was having a lot of their bikes made in India too. So a lot of shit's being made in India. Speaking of India, Indian. I'm not sure which Indian model needs to be buried, but I feel like that SNL skit about Aerosmith, um, their greatest hits from 1994 with the song Crying Crazy, Amazing Crazy Crazy Crying. I don't know if you guys ever saw that skit with Adam Sandler. Uh, if you are listening to this and you're too young you don't even know you missed out on some of the uh the greatest years of saturday night live but they did this thing on aerosmith how every single song sounded like crazy or crying or amazing right and they did amazing crazy crying <laughs> like it was rad so i feel like that because you have the scout the scout 20 the scout bobber the scout bobber 20 the scout 60 the scout 20 uh, bobber 60 yeah. the, the scout You know, so you might as well have the Scout Bobber 2060 Bobber 60, just like crying, amazing, crazy, crying, crazy, crying, right? Just figure fucking one out and bury it so we don't have to get started on this shit because I don't even want to get started on the chief Bobber Dark Horse models and all that great shit. So Indian, quit doing this fucking mashup of shit and just make one one thing because... Dark. You add dark horse to all the models and limited, and it doesn't make any difference. They're just the same fucking thing, different colors and different trim levels. So but get, I
2: feel like because it's just a paint job, like what's the big deal? Like it's smart on their end. They're they make like four bikes, right? And they just paint them different, and like then they have like two versions of that motor, and you can get a big look, motor, a small motor. This one has different handlebars. Hey,
0: now it's a bobber, or, or you know what I'm saying? A different. I don't battery. disagree with it. Yeah,
2: like, it's, I know it, a
4: couple, it, like some of my friends ride indians and they all look the same like i don't like know if i would says. Admit
2: that and wait
0: a minute <laughs> okay so he didn't know
2: if you didn't and, and second of all <laughs> that you know let's not that talk ride. shit on indians looking like anything if you've seen the new cvo harley that, yeah that it it looks, looks like a challenge like an indian
4: <laughs> no i don't say i'm not i didn't even get to finish my sentence my yeah. i didn't even get to say well, oh you didn't need to you said I you had friends with like friends shit. on indians <laughs> no it's just, when they change like I, I can't tell the difference between them like like junkie was saying like all the yeah. so i stand
2: by my statements don't be friends with them and don't make fun of how they look because the new harleys look just like them
4: <laughs> i like the old old indians like where there is characters.
2: That would have to be pre-1952. Okay. Otherwise there was no Indian in existence. Yeah,
0: actually
2: Indian was Or is that 53?
0: 53.
2: <laughs> yeah. They lasted 51 years.
4: Yeah. That sport chief is. They
0: lasted from 1901
2: 15? to 1953. I don't know. I like uh, a buddy of mine's got one of the like Dyna looking ones.
4: I think that's it has like a fair kind of like a club style fair, like fairing. Looking I think thing. they
2: come naked. I think he maybe put a fairing on it and he made some cool like little bags for it. You can get, yeah.
4: but it's kind of
2: cool. And oh, again, you're they're so faster. Like, with them. Yeah, I will always be friends with Ethan. And uh, yeah, they're I don't know. They make more power. They're
4: probably
2: I, cheaper. I mean, everyone I
0: know likes them. No, they're better bikes. Our are in our are, are, uh, our Police here uses Indian. I didn't know that till the parade. The, I didn't uh, Really? Yeah, during the no, they're a better bike.
2: The only way Harley can win at the racing is the rules are because they're You're not they're not favorite. really comparable. So the rules allow Harley a lot more things, and then there's a lot of more companies that make stuff for the Harleys, so they're easier to build.
4: Yeah. Who's speaking about whose house are we watching the bagger racing? Uh, this
2: if I was smart, I would just be there on my Buell. <laughs> but i'm gonna be in oh, no it's this weekend i'm gonna be leaving sunday morning like... come
0: up i won't be here
4: <laughs> All house. where are you going
0: you going to san diego yeah uh, yeah uh so indian pick one uh kawasaki please bury the concourse 14 I mean, technically you did, as it's not for sale as a 2023 model, even in Canada, yet that I've seen. I I didn't check the websites today, so I might be wrong. But you already have the Ninja ZX-14 that everybody forgot about as the largest sport sport touring bike. As soon as ADV happened, everybody quit, forgot about sport touring bikes. So now what they're doing is making smaller shit like the Suzuki GSX-S1000 GT Plus and the Ninja H2 SXSE Plus and all that fun stuff. So what did you make, uh, what do you get for burying the ZX 14, the largest, uh, and the concourse 14, rather I meant the largest, uh, sport touring bike in the world. You get the eliminator and I can get on board with that. Cause it's a 450, and, uh, which is a little bit more reasonable than 1400 CCs, unless you want to do a road trip. But then I guess there's the versus 11, <laughs> the versus 1000 SE plus for that, but Again, Kawasaki making a 450 with all these other I, I don't know, maybe four, maybe we're going back to the 70s where 450 was like the average size bike. I don't know. I feel like we're going backwards to all this shit. So they're dropping a 1000cc's um bringing us back some 450s and that that awesome uh Ninja 400 um the inline 4. So yeah, Kawasaki's going back to Yeah, 400s. actually their
2: 400s like a screamer too, yeah. isn't it? Like yeah. they're doing a legit 400 and i think the the u.s version is yamaha r4 or whatever is or r3 R3,
0: oh yeah no because it's an inline four and it's like a twenty thousand red line or something yeah it's it's limited for the u.s but of course we know all that takes is a little bit of ecu flashing and this and that but uh i mean it still has more horsepower than some you know thousand cc has a 400 uh ktm uh and Mr. Perre, the guy or Pierre, who the fuck the guy was that bought that KTM company. Please get rid of the 50cc lineup of KTMs. You have balanced bikes, you have a ton of other mobility options for smaller riders. I was in, gonna say, yeah, they're a little
2: two-strokes pretty fucking quick though.
0: In almost every category, though, they have one or two bikes from sixty-five cc's to four hundred and fifty cc's, yet they have Three fucking bikes in the 50cc lineup. That's more than any other lineup has. Um, I don't know. It's also, you got to think that's a marketing thing for them. Maybe. Because
2: when you're that age and your parents, or you know, you got a kid that age and you're buying them a bike, the PW doesn't compete. The Cobra competes, but they've struggled for a while, haven't they? So you got the KTM 50 that's a badass. It's got a hydraulic clutch that you might not need. It doesn't, it's like the CRF 50 doesn't compete. So if you got a kid and you're actually motocrossing, like that's a good bike to start on.
0: Yeah. And once dude. you
2: start on KTM, there's a decent chance you're gonna stay on KTM.
0: Maybe that's why they have three dude, the the, the the 50cc has three editions, and all of the other bikes only have two editions, like from the 890 Super Adventure and Super Adventure R, so on and so forth. Even the uh the I'd rather have like the Expo have three editions than the 50cc. <laughs> KTM, K- K- but yeah, I can't believe that out of all the bikes that KTM makes, the fifty cc's have the most additions. Moto Guzzi. Next on our list, please quit making the V eighty five TT. Just like Guns and Roses sang, "I used to love her, but I had to kill her." That's how I feel about the V eighty five. With the current market saturation of bikes labeled with ADV on the wrap sheet, the V eighty five is just one that looks like it was designed with the help. And of do they the even Californ- release
2: it here? Say what? Do they even release it here? Uh huh. One of the I saw a few uh, Beamers in Iceland, and then uh, I did see a Moto Guzzi, but I don't know how ADV capable they are either. You know?
0: Well, you're sitting right next to one. Reach out your right hand and touch a V85 TT. Um, <laughs> put a different front fender on it, and there you go. Yep, there you go. That's like you, a V85 TT. You have TT. to turn the motor sideways. Your motor's yeah. wrong. My my SCR is basically as ADV ready as the, <laughs> the V85. <laughs> so, uh, sorry, I'm, I'm eating corn nuts. This is so such bad, uh, such bad. I'm gonna let you take this one, Kim. You read this one off while I chew corn nuts loudly off mic. <laughs>
4: On the MV Augusta. Yeah. Please bury the F3 and the... I can't say these names.
0: All right, <laughs> Luckily for you, I'm done chewing. The Super Veloce. It's hard to ride with a boner. <laughs> and um, it's likely that there'll be one around here, which makes me uh, have a boner while I'm driving past it. But please bury the turismo veloce just make sure that it's deep enough so that the windscreen doesn't stick out six inches out of the ground so someone will trip on it i don't know if you've seen the turismo veloce but it's got a ridiculously high windscreen and there's no reason anybody needs to um think of mv Agusta and think of you know i don't know naked women it's hard enough to ride a motorcycle as it is you know maybe thinking think of naked women while you're doing it right i don't know maybe you do
4: I'm going to look at this. Oh my god, that windshield is huge. <laughs>
0: yeah, right, right. Uh it's it's, it's a big windshield. For MV, they need to get oh rid of god. the Brutale too. Is that cool? Oh god, I got a brutal with
2: spokes especially. With the what? The Brutale with spokes.
0: Yeah, yeah. Why don't you make like a 9000 horsepower bike with spoke wheels so that you can um rip them off when you <laughs> try to do a burnout. Very smart. Yeah, the Tur- Turismo veloce looks like a shark uh and the the windshield sticks up about as it much looks as like it thing. could
4: just totally decapitate you if you oh, like, yeah. did the wrong thing make
0: it out of plate glass and it will i'm sure <laughs> norton let's move on to the ends now uh yeah what do you think about that tourism of how deep would you have to bury that so that the windshield doesn't stick out of the ground you have to bury that thing a good eight feet deep <laughs> that that windshield's so high your passenger won't feel wind um <laughs> I'm gonna move on to Norton. Norton, just please bury all your motorcycles because people don't deserve to be cheated out of a, a pension or benefits. Mic drop. <laughs> I didn't you. even I know totally they were still around. Fuck you, Norton. Yeah, they're 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 ripping off the people of the the town where they're being made. Um
4: maybe they should stick to virus software.
0: There you go. Norton antivirus, you're yeah. okay. Norton motorcycles, you should have just stayed in the grave. Where you belong with Indian. Uh, Piaggio, please replace the Liberty with something cool. It looks retarded, and it only comes in 50 cc's or 150 cc's. That's hardly Liberty here in the good old US of A. We need 1,500 cc's if we're going to be calling it the Liberty, baby. Uh, And the MP3, it has a new 530 cc motor in it. Can we we get that in the little two-wheeler? I think the Liberty looks cool. But please, I mean, that those motors are cheesy. And as I say that, I'm like actively looking for a 50 to 150cc scooter so that I can pal around with some of the people here <laughs> in town. So I don't know why I'm bad mouthing small bikes. But don't call it the Liberty. How's that? I think so that's why... a guy who
2: loves small bikes. Small bikes.
0: I love them. But I think that maybe that's why like uh, Grand Theft Auto calls their little bikes like funny shit because like- <laughs> There's so little. Royal Enfield. I didn't put anything on here. So, Kim, I'm going to let you take this over. Or Wiggins. What bike can Royal Enfield bury?
4: I'll let Wiggins take it because...
0: You love Royal Enfield too much. build train race bikes. I am you want really to bury all the build train race no, bikes? No, I just think they
2: should do the same thing with um, dudes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Royal Enfield, even though dudes talk shit about your motorcycles... I don't is, I
4: don't hate is, them.
2: I don't. There's a couple guys... You know,
0: no i mean there's a couple guys racing them in, in hooligan
2: and technically they shouldn't but i am all for and it's not like i fucking started it or anything but i'm all for a rule change that we would allow 650s um especially if you're going if you're talking to your cool, like i i think that's a cool bike and i think it fits the spirit of the hooligan stuff but um you know and i think we would eliminate the ktms because there's no spirit in those just banks
0: so let's keep the just 650s bills. bury the fucking 350 meteor maybe or bury for the states
2: yeah fuck why would you the 650s enough you already have the enough.
0: 400 himalayan which people think is small and the scram yeah. 411 bury the meteor 350 even though 350 was like your. No, again in
2: india keep it but oh yeah here
0: bury it here uh, right underneath the... I would say buried on top of the Turismo Veloce, but you'd have to dig a hole that was at least 26 feet deep to bury them both on top of each other. Um, Suzuki. What can Suzuki bury? Now, I... The Jixxer. No. The Jixxer, 600, 750, or 1,000? Oh, especially the 750. There's not a race class for that, and there hasn't but they're been
2: coming. one in fucking 20 years. I know, but that that's... That bike doesn't need to exist anymore. It doesn't, but they
0: are... Racing
2: um, as you're talking about people getting rid of shit because it doesn't
0: fit something. No, the seven fifty class gone. the seven fifty class doesn't uh exist exist in like world superbike and stuff, but it does exist in like road racing classes. The the Jigsers are really popular in like actual like road racing, like not circuit racing, but uh, like yeah, road- you know why?
2: Because no one else is dumb enough to make a 750. So that's the only one you can get. <laughs> so, of course, it's going to do well. It's like when Buell was winning the Buell Specs series, they were also dead fucking last. I had to scoot the mic. Yeah, I had to scoot the mic up so people could hear the intensity. Yeah, that was
4: intimidating.
2: The point is, he never talks. Drop the, the fucking CCs. It's stupid. And you've made one for 20 years past the time you needed to. Here's
0: the thing though everybody's getting into the 700s. Now. They're going to come back around.
2: <laughs> a 700. Twin, I know, which is not the same. I know, but everyone's going no, there's no around. need. There's first of all, there's too many inline fours anyway, they're fucking lame. Get over them. Second of all, there's a 600 class and a thousand class, there is no 750 class. Put that thing in the fucking, bury it in the hole next to the race bikes they used to bury behind the shop in the 60s so that we can all forget about
0: it. I'm going to just have to agree with that then. Even though I don't like it all, I have to agree. So and man.
2: if you're a customer and you think, I like my 750, shut up, buy a 600 or buy a 1,000. Either way, don't buy a 750.
0: <laughs> there you go. Like, Triumph. Oh. Triumph. What what bike should Triumph bury?
2: They have a lot of models of the the air cooled Bonneville based stuff, but I like most of them. Yeah, do they still have air cooled models? I get I think they do. Yeah, like Chris's 800, yeah. but they got the 1200 new ones. I think they still make some of the 800s. I, I hope think the they T100 still t the, it.
0: And all that stuff is still air cooled too. I guess I Yeah, the T100 that. is. Yeah, I, I call
2: it the Bonneville based cuz like what is Chris's is he calls his a Bonneville, but it's not or maybe it is. They yeah, got the Scrambler, is a Bonneville. the Bonneville. This the Bonneville. They've got uh, even the Bobber, which I don't like when I've heard good things about. But it, again, it goes back to that modular thing where your system's modular. So why not make a few models Yeah. if you don't change much on them?
0: And it's been around for 7,000 years.
2: And people, honestly, people, fucking hipsters especially, but people love that bike. And I've ridden, Curses is a small one. It's the 800cc or 850 or whatever they are, right? I haven't ridden a new 1200. It was not fast. It doesn't like doing 95 on the freeway, but it will. But it is fucking fun to ride.
0: Yeah, they are.
2: It is enjoyable. His has a little exhaust. It sounds super good. It's super enjoyable. Um, His is fuel injected that looks like carbs, although he swears are carbs. Or no, his is vice versa. I think his is old carb. And then they did for a while, they did a fuel injection, but they tried to make it look like a carburetor, which I thought was lame. Yeah, They didn't do a very good job at it. Um, And I'm not one for trying to make a component look like something it's not yeah like reservoir shocks that don't actually have reservoirs his must
0: be like a pre-2015 or something like that yeah his is older yeah. it's like an 08 or 9 yeah or so his is definitely carb then yeah because
2: it's in his his an 800 i don't they and injected the 800s but not
0: just yeah. and it's the, the new t100s are liquid cooled 900s i think when they went when they did the street went to and what do
2: you call liquid cool? like they put an oil cooler on it it's, it's li- still an air-cooled liquid base cooled.
0: They're all liquid. Well, Oil is a liquid. S- so well, that's my question. <laughs> ever since the street models came out, they all went I to like water cooled. I don't think they put
2: a full on radiator on them mm-hmm. and they still put fins on them like they're air cooled. i the frame rails. What's
0: the Thruxton? That's the one I like, the Thruxton R. Yeah, check them out. Cause yeah, I think all yeah, the Bonneville, too. the T100s, I'm pretty sure were all water cooled. Ever since they went to the street, they redid them as the street. Um, yeah, they did the bigger like 1200cc. Yeah, but even the smaller ones, like the street. uh God damn, why can't I think of this? Because I'm says I'm such not a Triumph fan. It was the street, the street twin, the street twin, and the street something oh, yeah. something. There's the, street triple.
2: The street triple is a different. The, the street, street triple their, is like a race, race motor.
0: Yeah, like a race six
2: seventy five and bike. A, what's the new one? It's not a ten twenty five anymore. Ten. Yeah, here motor. we
0: go. The speed, the speed twin, and the street twin. I think after yeah. those, they all went. Um, they go all 1200 now? No, they're not all 1200, but I think okay. they all went liquid cooled after that model So the came Bonneville
2: out. is a uh like the Bonneville R is a water cooled bike? I'm pretty
0: sure his his old one won't be.
2: No, 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 his isn't. Ever or no, since. sorry. I'm thinking the Thruxton R.
0: Yeah. That's a good question. If anybody knows anything about Triumphs, please uh write in creativewritingpodcast@gmail.com. Let us know how much of idiots we are. I love. Here's the Thruxton RS right here. Let me look at the let me look at the details. Yeah, of it. I just, Found one, and I'm clicking. That is it. a 1200. Yep, and that is yeah. They
2: put a good size radiator on the front,
0: mm-hmm. but
2: it, I would. So it might be a liquid, but they they kept the fins on it. to make Oh it yeah, they air. definitely kept the fins because
0: if anybody knows Triumphs, you know they, they need well, as those
2: Triumphs especially as,
0: they, as it can get.
2: Well, and the parallel twin, like that's the look they're going for. It's like the Harley, like so how i said i like opposing twin beamers like the parallel twin air cooled triumph is that's triumph the triples i mean i know they had triples back in the day too like the trident yeah that emma has a cool one of yeah but like a water-cooled speed triple or the street triple isn't like
0: wasn't the trident uh triumph No, I probably was just Triumph. I was thinking that the the Norton motor and the Triumph frame, but I think those were called. Um, oh, that was a long time ago. Huh? Yeah, I can't remember what the fuck they called those. It's been so long since I've been in the cafe racer game. Well, Again, yeah, like I'm I, sorry.
2: I think the bobber one's ugly. Um,
0: yeah, the Triumph bobber. Let's bury that. Scramble, Let's but I know a lot of people that fucking love it. Well, we got to bury some Triumph. I mean, any full fairing sport. Bury like. the tigers.
2: No, and what was the big one we talked about earlier? The like 2600
0: cc one. Oh, the rocket three. Dump that thing. Okay. So Wigan says dump the rocket three. Honestly, that's probably their lowest selling. Yeah. Uh it's twenty three thousand dollars It looks like shit because it looks like the XDFL. It's a triple. And it's fucking huge. And it's a sideways triple. a 2500 cc motor. Okay. And, and it's, it's a sideways triple. Like it's in line in the frame Yeah, it's, right? inli- three, it's inline three. It's an inline three. Uh like front to rear, You're not right. left to right. Let's get rid of that. It looks like yeah. the XDL. It looks like the shitty power cruise. But ugly.
2: But I like the Duvall or L, well, however you want
0: to do it. Sorry, those ones got buried. Today. It also
2: has a soft spot in my heart because I helped build the prototype. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Also, look cooler than the production. I'm
0: sorry to hear but that, but it looked very similar. But yeah i mean the
2: the air cooled parallel twin based bikes i know they make 600 of them but i think they're cool and i i think they do still have the 800 cc ones and honestly i think they're great bikes they're a great beginner bike that you will last you like, yeah you can be an adult and still ride them you really can't but i you can really grow can. out of your hipsterdom and still ride them <laughs>
0: well, <laughs> you
2: can um hey, have testicles and still ride them
0: yeah well, I think... No offense to women writers. If you're old enough to... Well, if but hopefully, ride, hopefully a lot of women writers have testicles. Be a little offensive. Yeah. A lot of women writers still have testicles. Also true. Also <laughs> true. It is 2023. <laughs> also true. Yeah. Um, we're getting down to the end of the alphabet. I can't fucking believe this. We're at your all. Uh don't throw anything away. You only make
2: one know, thing, and funny. it is it is the epitome of perfect motorcycle. You wanted a, a fucking ADV can am. No, there's your all. You want uh yeah, it, there's just your all. They're badass, they're fucking amazing. The only thing I would say your all needs to do after all these years, bury the hatchet, go to BMW and source a drivetrain. Like you're all like BMW should or the other way around bmw should go to your all and say damn dude you build some badass two-wheel drive fucking side cars i mean you're the only one that builds them but whatever and they should say but you're russian and we know like we don't want you to uh wait was
0: was bmw west germany or east bmw it's a good question uh i'm pretty sure that they were west german yeah okay so and that's why the Russians
2: didn't. Because they're they really the Russians probably got some engineers from them So
0: from like when did the Berlin Wall go up? Was it in the sixties or before that? When did it go up? Yeah. I I thought like six, but I don't know. I mean, yeah, it may have gone up right after World War II, but I think it was like a, i think it was like ten years because was, they
2: were trying to not let motherfuckers out. Yeah.
0: I think it was like in the late fifties or sixties that it went up all the way till the eighties. And you would have known because BMWs would have been square, gray, boxy cars that they're from East Germany. I <laughs> pretty the designs that they had back in. Well, the But 70s. honestly, until the 80s, they did kind of suck, right? So what do well, you they, have? The
2: 2002, and that was they about They would have
0: never let Andy Warhol do art cars. That's you know? also true. Yeah, so it had to be West Germany. But
2: either way, Urals awesome. They've been around forever. They build what they build, mm-hmm. like. And that's it. Like they build this, like they never change. Even it, it, like, it's like some Russian got this fucking World War II sidecar that was two wheel drive and was like, this thing's badass and started building them. Yeah. And that's it. So I just think BMW needs to hook them up and, and build motors for them. Well, motors and drivetrains.
0: You're all finally got out of Russia because they were getting, they were going to get sanctioned and not, <laughs> not be able to be imported here. So they moved to Kyrgyzstan. So I guess you're all buried to where kyrgyzstan is that a country i just made that up. i just sneezed you okay. didn't hear that i just sneezed uh yeah so vespa we're moving on to v so you're all i guess Ural, you're all just safe if anybody if anybody- well if you bury one model from your all that's the entire lineup no they, i mean they do have different models oh I they mean, put an s and there you go yeah they have a
2: green one yeah they have a a, 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 da, <laughs> a drab green a coyote tan also flat and a flat black there's your three models
0: they have one Called the tanager that they you know they have one that
2: with. used to have one anyway that came with a drone with it, so you oh, could like oh, stop yeah. and It would you yeah. could fly the drone up. They did. That was dumb because they, your drone's going to be outdated in in a month and you want a new one.
0: But they had, they had one that was just two wheel or you know one wheel drive, and then they had a two wheel drive. They used to have separate models, and now I think.
2: But if they yeah, full I want a one wheel really drive, that. I can put a sidecar on anything else.
4: There's so like what is this it? G O L E. Okay, let's look at it. Oh. And that looks like an adventure,
2: <laughs> Ural. All Ural's are adventure. That's why well, they're like, two wheel like, drive. Well, I like Yeah, that's cool. I don't
4: like the color scheme.
2: I told you the three colors they should come in.
0: <laughs> so that's the Ural Geo. It's Here's the like... Sportsman. Oh, so see the Sportsman does have like a windshield. Over and they the... all
2: run the uh fucking not all of them, but most of them run that girder front end, don't they? Or the link? Oh, they all have like end. a yeah no, they girder, leading, uh, leading link. link front end. I like um, that Geo one Man, the font on Sportsman looks like someone was um, smoking whatever they smoke in Russia and
0: was fishing around the fucking Harley website one night. <laughs> Good job on your font stealing. So you're kind of right, Wigs. I mean, they come in different colors, but there is two different packages. There's the Geo LE and the Sportsman SE. Oh, wait. Project. Oh, yeah. Red Sparrow and Green Tanager. Those are just crazy color designs. Yeah. So no, they do we vary the LE colors. or the SE? I don't know.
4: Or you can get the weekender package. With bury
0: them. the one
2: that has the drone.
0: Okay, bury moving the on, on had, to Vespa. Yeah, we'll bury the one that had the drone.
2: Um, what's his name's not gonna like this, but I'll tell you what Vespa should bury. <laughs> oh, oh, all I, of them. I already have
0: one, but let's hear yours. All of them. <laughs> no. All of them. No, because they got all s- the Vespas. They got some pretty good fucking, pretty rad ones. They should bury. Are the... they
2: still scooters and two-strokes and have hand shifting and little wheels? No, because there's nothing right about any of that. No, they got they... two-stroke. <laughs> but Listen they come
4: the... with a little crate box on the back, like with Dude, a bungee cord.
0: Are you talking about the picnic 150? <laughs> they need to bury the fucking picnic 150 wait, 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 because it comes. Does with the a...
2: picnic come with a full picnic kit like silverware and glasses and everything? A
4: little basket. Oh uh,
2: no, I'm not gonna lie. That's an accessory that a Vespa needs. <sighs>
0: I'm going to have to show I'm going to show wigs this because I I think yeah so it comes with a little it not only does it come with a little picnic basket on the back but yeah. it comes with the, like a little silver silverware tool roll on the front yeah. are you
4: being serious I was there's only there's only two that. groups of
0: people that are going to buy that and both of them are awesome wait you
2: were just either kidding, italian
4: kidding. yes I was just kidding I'm or they're gay but that's awesome website to look
0: oh no you nailed it I thought you were looking at the picture No, I was joking <laughs> that is very italian to have like yeah. a picnic shit but dude here's what i think they don't need a special model with a picnic basket and a cutlery roll they, yeah, just, they do you can just buy those accessories and no. put it on no, any of their it's scooters not the same. oh it's wiggins, not wiggins it's, wiggins. it's like if you buy a ferrari and you, ferrari. you get in
2: the patent leather suitcases that fit in the front listen like i'm sorry if you have enough money for a ferrari you need suitcases that match the interior that fit perfectly in the front yeah that's just how it is and if you're italian and you're dumb enough to ride a vespa and or gay enough love you if you are gay but that's beside the point and you're gay enough to ride a vespa then you
0: need the fucking picnic basket because you need to go have picnics in the fucking park well i don't know dude i think well i think they need to take the picnic 150 and make one called the quick prick and it would be an Italjet jet dragster no, that rival. sounds
2: like a that sounds like a weird gay stuff that we should.
0: <laughs> am I getting am I getting gayer? Not, not with the quick
2: prick. Am I that, I? that sounds like an abusive gay relationship or something. I don't. I don't like that. That's not a. Well, it also no, sounds different.
0: like you know, quick prick. That's you know, anybody. The under, mental uh, image I
2: have are like two like super happy dudes. That's why I said they were gay. Obviously, they're super happy. What it means? <laughs> oh, and, 19, they're, and they're fucking the holding each game. other in the picnic. Dude,
0: look at this drag strip. No, no. Oh, come no. on, what? How far is your drag strip? Five feet. It's a fucking scooter. <laughs> it's a 500 though. It's, it's, it's
2: dumb. It's it. more
0: cc's Dump than it. half of the Suzuki or the Kawasaki's coming out this year. Still dumb. Dude, they need to I make the quick into, prick.
4: I can't get into these. I've, I've never been interested in these.
0: Oh god. There's like six cool scooters. In the, world. <laughs> <laughs> the girls aren't interested. That leaves you and the I, other yeah, I don't even gonna, know any girls that own hardest.
4: a Vespa. I'm sorry. Shut
0: up. Oh my god. You guys yeah. need to get you guys need to get with these little scooters. Ah. bury the picnic although i'm being voted out of this one Wigan says bury them all yamaha what can we bury from yamaha can we decide to bury even though it's probably the best sport touring bike that we've that's on the market because nobody ever talks about it but the tracer nine
2: uh i don't know what it is so we can definitely bury it all right we can also bury the big tenere the super tenere super tenere yeah that one's so dumb it's got a fucking steel tank on it well, and it's heavier than the Africa. And men. when
0: you see them out in person, you're like, that's an ADV bike. They don't look like ADV bikes. And the 7 is
2: like what is probably the best ADV
0: bike on the market. Right so now. are we going to bury the Tracer 9 or the uh, Tenere 1100? I don't care. Either one. Bury both of them. We only can
2: bury, bury one. the cause...
4: Zuma and the. What? <laughs> Kim.
2: Yeah, you could definitely bury the Zuma too. Wait a minute. I didn't even know the Zuma the existed.
0: <laughs> you guys. That X- whole category.
2: Oh, that's a scooter, isn't it?
4: Yes. The you X-Max is like a
0: super... It's like a maxi scooter. No,
4: At a least. maxi
2: pad. The V-Max is the only Max that they need to worry about.
4: <laughs> that,
0: and that's been gone for like two
2: years. I know. it. They already buried it, and it's that's why they need to bring it back, because it's awesome.
0: Oh, my God.
2: It's bring a back V4 which one? The V-Max.
0: Cruiser. They just sound really good, because they're V-Fours. Bring back the V-Max and bury all these other Maxes is what I'm hearing. I'm getting... This is mutiny, everyone. I I... I'm glad that Tobor is disassembled because he'd be attacking Wiggins right now, I think, or, or me. He'd, Listen, he'd probably be attacking me right now. Zero. I like their
4: rims are all like those teal rims. I'm feeling kind of like.
0: There's teal rims?
4: There's teal rims. Oh, yeah, like on the I mean,
2: MTO9s and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They, get crazy, a... they yeah. get crazy with the it. They get crazy with it. The MTO9 is pretty rad. So is yeah. the MTO7. And yeah. then the R7, it's weird because they just do their numbers like kind of based on CC. The R7 is definitely a lot slower than the R6. Yeah, but it's a rat like.
0: But I, inland force. It's a bitch and track suck.
2: bike. I yeah, I, I'm over inland force.
0: But it's a bitch and <laughs> track bike. Well, and I think it's going to start a new series, which means that Honda might actually have a bike to put their 750 X motor <laughs> into. They're fucking. That uh, I want them to bury. shitty shitty
2: uh, rocker. Yeah, I don't think it's push rod but it's a rocker drive. It's not even close to the 700 yeah. uh, tenary motor. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. The weird thing i have with all the small cc like series that people start is you started with a ninja 250 and then someone came out with the 300 and they allowed that then then someone came out the 350 and they
0: allowed that then the reason they had to do that is because like the ninja no, 300s they didn't and have ninja to do that 400s, at all. they should have said it's a 250 cc fucking parallel twin but they if you only don't make, make a bike to fit it you can't race because it. of emissions it's the same reason why the gs started out as a 1050 and now it's going to be a 1300 is because for the same Horsepower, they have to keep bumping up the CCs to pass emissions. Could be, but they still
2: made a Ninja. What are they? They have the Ninja 300 now. The Ninja 400 now. No,
0: well, that's the badass 4 No, though. that's oh, the they Ninja have a 400 shitty 400 RR. Okay. They still have the Ninja 400 parallel twin. Okay. Uh, but they're just gonna call it the shitty 400 and the good 400. Yeah, just like the Ninja that's 650 how I'm gonna refer to them. and the Ninja 600. The 650 sucks. The 600 is yeah, but those are badass. different CCS. But if you have two two 400s, well, the Ninja 650 is a parallel twin, and the 600 is like an inline four, or actual race bike. Yeah. So yeah, I mean I don't know. Here, let's move on to this last one. I do have a couple. We're There's getting about, after
2: you all. Oh zero.
0: Yeah z- zero. And in the alphabet here was zero. Which zero do you want to see buried? Any of the old square ones. There you go. Kim, Do you ever ridden a zero? No. Wiggins didn't like the fact that they used square tubing to make the swing arm. And now they're all like what? insanely. Like now they're all. They, they listened because now they're all. And now they're getting a lot better. Different leads. They've all been redesigned. And they're all fucking fat. Like it almost peeled the enamel off my teeth when I hit the throttle. But I agree with it Wiggins. It was super fun. Like I, I enjoyed riding. Yeah, it. it was fun. It was fun. You could do wheelies without even trying in unlimited in the custom. Whoever set it up on custom mode knew what they were doing because I think me and Wiggins both did a wheelie on that thing. Yeah, it, it was fun. And it's hard to wheelie with no clutch. Yeah. It's not I, hard, but it's it's just weird. like,
2: yeah, you're not uh, I say it's weird. Most people wheelie with no clutch because they don't know
0: how to properly wheelie. But yeah. after you, you learn wheelie. how with a clutch and do it right,
2: it's weird. But so, I like yeah.
0: it. So any of the old square ones. So zero. Keep your new ones, but you can take a quick shit on the uh, Cypher store because I don't like that bullshit, but I did hear Phil Waters just talk about the fact that Zero is one of the first motorcycle companies uh, and and the first electric for sure to open up all of their information to the Right to Repair Act, which Harley Davidson's fighting in court or was fighting, got sued over. Uh, John Deere is fighting. like All these fucking companies that want to void your warranty if you work on your vehicle I can't believe Zero is stepping in the right direction. They they did this so dirty with the Cipher Store and having to pay for upgrades on your bike that you already obviously own. They're just locked behind a paywall, like heated grips and heated seats and f- better charging. All that shit's obviously already on the bike, and just some hacker needs to jailbreak it. But you have to pay for it in the well, Cipher Store.
2: Like Tesla would do that too, right? Like it's just, that's where
0: they got the idea from was Tesla. Yeah. So it's already
2: installed. Like
0: you, you already got it. it you just don't have it you just can't use it cuz yeah. you didn't pay for it you didn't pay- and then when you sell it <coughs> here's the thing with that when you sell it does the new person that you sell it to get what you have un- unlocked or because it's i like- think if it's unlocked yes and th- then but the zero, plus side to zero that is they can go though, in
2: and just reset it they could uh the plus side to that is at least with tesla right like if say you're looking at a tesla and they don't have auto driving and you want
0: it you can buy the car and then just pay to unlock yeah. it Yeah, that Here's what I do like about it. It makes it cheaper for Tesla and Zero to make motorcycles. I get it from a manufacturer's standpoint and how great it is to have that availability. You only have to make one motorcycle. You don't have to make seven different models. And then if half of them don't sell, now you're left with them sitting on your showroom floor. You just make one. And then when the person wants to upgrade, you actually do get the money for that upgrade as if you sold a higher level model. I do like that. However, I don't like the fact that you don't get something that you really did basically pay for. It's on your thing, but you're not allowed to use it. And and KTM did that. Was it KTM? I think KTM did that. They have this crazy, like, you know, KTMs have like radar on them now. And they have some crazy, like, adaptive cruise control thing and some heated grips thing. And it's free for you for the first 14 days. And then you have to subscribe to it. And I'm like, this subscription bullshit is getting out of hand. Like, it's, it's, yeah, it doesn't need to come to vehicles as well. Um, so yeah, we are an two and a half hours into this show. I don't know if anybody's got any more, um, staying power to hang with us through a few electric bikes. Maybe we'll hit these on the next episode. We'll do some electric bikes. If you have any bikes that you think we missed, uh, Email the show, podcast at gmail.com. Tell us where we were correct and tell us where we were incorrect on this list of things that have to go. And uh, maybe give us, um, if you want to hear what we think should come out for 2024, let us know because half of the shit's already coming out as it is. So we're <laughs> a little late. But uh, but yeah, I think we're going to call it quits here. Thank you, Kim, for writing all these notes and then let me, me take credit for them.
4: Oh, you're so welcome.
0: Thank you. I, I know you really... I should have I, put that it, I spent a
4: lot of time on this list.
0: Thank you. I really like the electric models you put down there. I like how you knew yeah. you to not give me homework. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Don't give Wicked City homework. Um, I'm gonna say, yeah, man, leave us a review. Thank you everybody for listening to the stats at the beginning of the show. Please add to those stats. We'd love to get to 10% over last year's uh listens and uh, with your help you can make it possible. Uh if you want to contact the show, we are available. A ton of places, and, and as a matter of fact, as I um, looked at the stats, like it tells me exactly where we're being listened to from. There's some apps on there that I didn't even know existed. So we're getting listened to all over the world and on all sorts of fucking crazy apps. So thank you. If you'd like to uh, contact the show, um, give us a uh will give us a an email, uh, creativewritingpodcast@gmail.com. You can find us as always on Apple uh soundcloud stitcher is going away uh next month i think so you can hear us on stitcher now they got bought up by i uh iheart radio and they're going to be back so we won't be available on stitcher for right now but they will be rebooting that app maybe next year so stay tuned for us on there again google play tune in spotify you know podcatcher podbean kim crasher car crasher fartbag whatever whatever you get us on uh, leave us a review um and you can contact Tell your friends.
2: on what? Tell Uli your fans. friends, advertise for us on social media. There you go. What else? What else can you do? I don't know.
0: Uh yeah, if you want to check us out on OnlyFans, we also have a Discord. There's there's a bunch of places you can get with us, and we're gonna be building that stuff out uh later. Especially if you want to contact Wiggins, what's your IG, Wiggs? At Wig 9 At on Instagrizzle. You can also I check them out at it. field underscore initiative underscore knives on oh, Instagrizzle. I do that sometimes too, huh? And you can you can get a knife from him. I'm wearing mine right now because I don't go outside without it. Uh, Kim, where can we find you?
4: You can find me at Dawson's with a Z, Dawson's Freak, uh, on Instagram.
0: Hell yeah! Check us out at creativewriting.com. Oh, actually, it's creative-writing.com. Uh, we are also on Instagram and Facebook at Creative Writing Podcast. Uh, email the show, podcast at gmail.com, and find us on Reddit creative underscore writing do not go to just creative writing or you will get a naughty naughty surprise so check us out there yeah 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 well you look at it and then uh forget i ever said it um you can support us at patreon.com forward slash creative writing and until next time i had an outro i had an outro this uh this this week you know do you remember what yours was from last week mine yeah
4: no i see it you wrote it on here what
0: you wrote I have f- one yeah let's hear yeah,
4: it day fresh cheese bags
0: <laughs> all right Wiggs, you got a good outro for this week Nope. <laughs> dang it <laughs> <laughs> and mine is uh um, always um, like the shut me off mid-outro so. <laughs> yeah i'm gonna do it to myself stay cheesy corn dogs
4: <laughs>
0: or corn wait, 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 was yours corn dogs before horn dogs is that yours i is-
4: i well i was kind of starting to make a list so i'd have some like wow cubes, so God, yeah that's, i like that yeah one. that's cool Horn yeah. dogs before Horn Dogs.
0: Alright, cheese bags. I don't know why you can't just have both, but yeah. that's how I live my life. That's how you live my life. Live your life with both. Uh get out there, ride and you haven't shut this off yet? Bury a motorcycle if you get the chance. No, I haven't shut off. Bye everybody.